0: So, Clemson. I, I think their defense is still good enough, like Nate said, to where I, I don't think the team's gonna twenty points. I, I don't think there's any way, unless there's a pick six, a, a kick return touchdown. I just don't think there's a way. But I also think DJ Ukulele is really, really bad. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> you can play a song for us. Can you play it, Florida State?
1: That's not what I. What is that?
2: Is that your mic? Did you break your mic? Hey guys, it's Terrence Nan. you listening to Hear the Spear presented by no Game Day. Go, Doves. Hey, what's up? This is Peter war a.k.a. He does. And how you we know, listening to Hear the Spear, presented by No Game Day. Go live, go nose. Hi, this is Charlie Ward, and you're listening to Hear the Spear. Go nose. This is Terrell Buckley. You're listening to Hear the Spear, presented by No Game Day. No
3: bloody, but perhaps better known as the greatest corner to ever step on a football field,
2: Dion Primetime Sanders
4: great it's Deion Sanders my brother what's going on man, man I, I can wake up to that greeting every day man that was awesome hello those fans this
0: is former Seminole Derek Brooks and you're listening to Hear the spear presented to you by
3: no game day James Wilder jr what's going on James thanks for having me on SSOD for the better die and go no William Barnum Floyd
5: gentlemen what's up the hat's on. It is Clemson week. What's up? How are, Welcome how everybody everyone
4: do? to Nate Greer's game day. Uh, the shirt?
5: I, the shirt's on. Yeah. Nate's got the shirts. I sent him. I sent shirts to Austin, a whole care package. He's not putting on shirts for Noel Game Day. He doesn't care about Noel Game Day. All he cares about is basketball coming up. But little does he know, it's Clemson week. Austin.
0: First of all, I'm six foot one, 170 pounds. I do not wear extra large. Send me a large. I'll wear it.
5: It's gonna hey, shrink. Hey, it's hundred percent cotton. You know I'm cheap, so it's hundred percent
4: cotton. Hey, Andy had a root canal today, though. You know, and I did have a root canal today. So you. I know. felt like
5: that was cap. I felt like that was cap to get out.
4: Hey, of it. do you want got, to see my mouth? We we got. Mm. Dustin do you want to see my out. bill? Hey, we got Dustin sent out last week for a boxing game, which he lost.
5: Oh yeah, yeah. We'll get to that and, in a second. Yeah, it
3: was a great we had, game.
4: Our, we had our best podcast of the year. You know.
5: We and did. That, we
3: did have. That's best best one podcast. of the good ones without you, Nate, as well.
4: <laughs> oh no
3: uh <laughs> podcast this season you weren't there whoa Dustin
5: <laughs> hey, keeps the receipts he's got the stats down you know that you i
3: came prepared i'm that. ready to
5: play but what's up hope everybody's having a wonderful evening It is wonderful wednesday here in tallahassee beautiful <laughs> weather but it is officially clemson week florida state will face the clemson tigers on saturday at 3 30 against dabo sweeney norvell We'll finally get his first matchup against his good pal Dabo. As always, you can listen to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube. If you're on YouTube, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, everything. Let's just get into the meat and grill of everything because we got a lot to do tonight. At nine o'clock, we'll be having Formanol, Jack West Patrick on here for a second time on the show. He's going to talk a little bit about his kind of crazy NFL career right now, bouncing around to some other teams, but we're also going to talk about the running back room and what he feels. Like is you know bringing some success there for Deshaun Corbin, Sean Ward, Toa Philly, and those that that running back room that's killing it along with DJ Williams, um, and we'll also get his thoughts and score predictions for this upcoming weekend. That's at nine o'clock. We're gonna go over practice observations from this week. Really interesting practice uh, that we attended. Uh, we're gonna talk a little da- Dabo. We're gonna talk some Jameis on Monday Night Football. We'll talk some NBA Knowles along with NFL Knowles. Austin always has the latest regarding that uh, basketball. A lot of recruiting could be a really good week. It started off good, but it could end off pretty well for Florida State. And then we're going to jump into a full Clemson preview, given keys to victory. Who has to have a big game for Florida State to win this? And we'll all be given our score predictions. I think it's going to be a pretty interesting night. I don't know. We all might be on the same page. I don't know. It feels feels a little bit different this week. But uh, gentlemen. Let's kind of jump into it real quick. A few of us didn't weren't able to give instant reactions to Florida State versus Jacksonville State, but real quick, short and sweet. Austin, Jacksonville State, Jacksonville State, Jacksonville State. Biggest one of the season. You go do that. Like, come on, biggest one of the season. Oh my god, uh, not North my Carolina point differential. Boy, thank you, Mister Stat Man. But Austin, how'd you feel? It was over. In the, it was be, over at halftime.
0: Yeah, it felt pretty good. It's what we wanted from the Jacksonville State game where they just came out just firing on all cylinders on offense. I thought the defense gave up some unnecessary yards um, and some plays that they probably shouldn't have. Um, but other than that, it, it, it was good to see Florida State get some offense going, put some points on the board. The running backs look fantastic. I'm glad Florida State finally committed to saying, hey, we've got three really good running backs. Let's 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 pound this out. And, and it worked to, their, worked to their
4: beneficial factor.
5: What do you think, Nate? You tried to talk uh, on the show the other day, but it didn't yeah, really come through.
4: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, I was happy with what I saw from Chuba. Um, You know, I thought he had really good command of the offense. You know, he does look like a different player. You know, and, and even him throwing, you know, great throws right, right where they need to be. You know, got out of the pocket, showed some athleticism. Uh, I, I liked what I saw entirely from the offense. You know, I thought that they called a good game. Uh, you know, the, the the rushing attack was the way to go, and they physically dominated. Uh, like Austin, I thought the defense was kind of herky-jerky a little bit. You know, they overall played, played well, uh, but they gave up some things that they shouldn't have. So, um, you know, in, in, in the course of the game, they still only gave up three points. So... I really would like to see Norvell get it get them shut out. You know. Uh from what I saw, Walt Bell didn't leave injured physically, but I'm sure, you know, he had several surrender Cobra pictures, so that that was good to see for me. Like he left Tallahassee with his tail between his legs.
5: <laughs> That's all you needed to tweet out the That's picture. All it I went, needed to it see. went like mid viral there. <laughs> he did a good job screenshotting yeah. while Bell looking yeah, depressed.
4: But, yeah, man. It, it, it was great. Uh, you know, I was very happy that you know, Florida State was able to take care of business, especially against well, an inferior opponent. And whether it's right or wrong, it hasn't happened in three, four, or five years. So mm-hmm. it, it's good to see the just a trajectory moving forward. So, not I mean, not not a lot of can't take a ton from that game, but you know, you, they did what they had to do and and were supposed to do. So, you know, we haven't been able to say that in a long time.
3: Yeah. I think I mean I, like you said, Nate, I think that's the biggest thing to take away. You blew out an inferior opponent, got pretty much all the starters out by halftime. Got the young players a lot of work.
2: Mm-hmm. This
3: game was supposed to be um, what Jacksonville State turned out to be, so mm-hmm. it was good to see them get a second
5: chance and actually take care of business. Yep, they did. They took care of business very nice and easily. Game was over, and we, me and Dustin, were up there like, "Oh wow, this is pretty interesting. Get to sit back and relax and." Not really relaxed. There's a lot of scoring plays so yep. to get out all the social uh, media posts, but
4: I got to shout out DJ Williams, too. You know, I really liked his touchdown run. It was, that was a nice run, man. You patient, set the block mm-hmm. yeah. up, exploded through the hole, man. That, that was nice to see. You know, if, if you can get four guys that can contribute, you know, that's going to pay pay off at the back end of the season. Dude, you know, you know I, I, as I said before, this is when guys start getting deemed up and hurt. So, You know, the more guys you have, the better.
5: Absolutely. For sure.
4: Corbin Zuffy solidified himself as the number one. You know, he has a really good shot at a 1,000 yards, which, you know, would be good for him to, you know, bounce back off that injury and come back. And, you know, he he looks like he has his explosiveness back. So, you know, he's had a really good season so far.
5: Yep. Absolutely. So that's kind of wrapping up the rest of UMass, not Jacksonville State, but. UMass, they're um, recapping that. Let's jump into some practice observations from this week. Big time practice week for Florida State. Showed up on Tuesday uh, morning, bright and early, right there at about eight forty-five, and practice started. And crowd noise, absolutely. I don't think the level could have gone any higher. And there, I mean, you know, one thing I was looking into going into practices this week is just, I know there'd be energy. This is a big time game coming up. This is practically a rivalry game. And I was looking for that energy, but really just keyed in on dialing in on understanding where you need to be assignment wise and just playing smart because you can have all this hype and hula and all that kind of stuff. But if you're not showing up and just really listening and keying in on what scheme the coach is putting you under and what position group where you need to be where and special teams and all that kind of stuff and bring in physicality, then it's just not going to – it doesn't matter. You can have all that hype. We saw it under Willie Taggart era where, you know, guys had all the energy in the world, but when it came to game days, they had no idea what the hell they were doing. Um, you know, this this week of practice was the most physical that I've ever been to, to a Mike Novell practice. I know Dustin probably doesn't like hearing that whatsoever, but, I mean, guys were jumping five feet in the air for balls, hitting each other, thudding. Guys a little sore after practice, um, but by far one of the most competitive – last couple of practices I've seen and I've seen the energy and that's why I started predicting Florida state to win these games. But for some reason, a lot of chippiness, a lot of, a lot of guys getting each other's faces this week. I don't know what Mm -hmm. it was. Um, And you know, that's just something that you want to see head into what's going to be a hostile environment. A lot of competitiveness this upcoming weekend. It's going to be a close game. I think going,
4: it's it's going to be a really physical game.
5: Yeah. And that's
4: hence why you need the physical practices, you know, Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, you don't want to, you know, take it to a, a LaMarcus Jordan there on Willie Hossett level where you're <laughs> in the guy's career. But, you know, it, it's okay to have that that competitive nature and you need that in practice because that's what carries over in the game. So, you know, that's just mm-hmm. basic football one-on-one, but it's going to be a really physical game this weekend, you know, despite, you know, I think we all agree that this is not a great Clemson team. You know, yeah, they, they have... A ton of injuries, but it's just not a great Clemson team. But they're still a physical, especially on defense, really well coached. So I think you need that physicality this weekend in practice to get ready for for Clemson.
5: Yeah, offensive line, defensive line we're going at along with one-on-ones with wide receivers and DBs. The wide receivers had a really good day, but then – Tuesday practice before the DBs had a really good day. There's been a ton of interceptions and takeaways, though. Uh, not a lot of fumbles, but really a lot of interceptions from guys. And one to name: Keem Dent and Jar- Keem Dent, along with Jarvis Brownley, have had two really good back-to-back practices. And Jarvis Brownley always, I think, starts off practices like he did today with dropping an interception. And it was kind of down on himself, and Norvell gave him some hard love coaching. Like we've, if you're in the Discord, you know all about that and how Norvell kind of coaches Jarvis, and they've been both public about that. And then for the rest of the practice, he uh, brings in hauls in two interceptions and gets a lot of love from the staff. And Akeem Dent, I think, had two interceptions, a p two PBUs too today, and you know. Looking at it, you know, does Florida State have Sidney Williams this upcoming weekend? And if not, Akeem Dent's going to be utilized a lot this this weekend. I mean, he's going to be there, and he's had a great practice this week, and he showed up prepared, it seems like. They had a little kind of a rustier practice because it was installation day on Tuesday, but they bounced back uh, today, and guys were in the right spots at the right time. And that's just how it works in, you know, game prep week. But guys were understood their assignments a lot better, um, and so, you know, the one thing is, what do you see? Is Dylan Gibbons going to be available right now? I'm 50-50 on that one. We'll see if he's going to have the opportunity. But Babyon Johnson is 120% ready to go. He's ready to rock. And I thought since he's been able to sub in for a few guys this season, he's looked solid and he's came in. That If you want to have a guy coming in to sub in for a game and have the, and the guy that has experience, that's Babyon Johnson. And so uh, we'll see about that. Uh, but Devontae Love-Taylor, I think, is one hundred 120% full go for this weekend. The whole opposite there. And he's he's looked great. <clears throat> he looked a lot better today in practice than he has in the last couple of weeks, which is worth noting.
4: Uh, uh, I'll, I'll go back to Sidney Williams real quick. I think, you know, this is a game that Florida State needs him. Again, you know, talk about being physical and a guy that can get up into the box and you know, I, I think you're going to see a lot of running from the quarterbacks this week. I think you're going to see, you know, them kind of get off script to of what they've done so far this year. Um, and, and that's where you're, you're going to need, you know, Cindy Williams, you're going to need Robinson, you're going to need even Gantt that can kind of play in the box. Uh, you know, yeah, maybe a little bit of a smaller linebacker, but that, that physical safety that can play close to the line of scribbage and, and, and put pressure on the run game.
3: Yeah, dating back to uh the UNC game, you know, I've been pretty impressed with that safety duo of Sidney Williams and Jamie Robinson. And mm. like you said, Nate, they're both um
4: always around the ball.
3: They help out in the run game, and they're gonna be huge against Clemson.
4: But I really like, you know, to have Renardo Green this week, too. You know, I, I just think that's a guy that people don't talk enough about. I know he's been kind of banged up this year, but you know, if he could be healthy in the, in this contest, you know, that would, it's another guy that he's up pretty well in coverage and, you know, he's not afraid to put his nose in. So. Mm-hmm.
5: One guy I'll finish off here. One guy to note on that had a really good day offensively was Cameron McDonald. Um, I believe he hauled in two back-to-back touchdown grabs. He did drop one in the end zone, but I was thinking, he, that was after he had those two touchdown grabs. They were going with him quite a bit uh, today, but he had a fantastic uh, practice and, We'll just see. Just keep an eye on those tight ends coming into this weekend. Don't want to say anything more, but I mean, Karen McDonald had a phenomenal day. Just being in the right spots, running pretty routes. And Dillingham showed him a lot of love on, you know, just being in that, just connecting really well with Jordan Travis along with Chuba Purdy uh today. So uh Karen McDonald winner uh definitely offensively today during the practice this morning. Yeah. Uh not, yeah, I but,
3: mean it's not surprising, you know, you're gonna need your veterans, your your guys with experience to step up this weekend, going into what's either going to be the most hostile or the second most hostile environment you play in all season, the other one probably being the end of the year against Gainesville. You're going to need those veterans to step up and produce, you know, the Cameron McDonald's, the Keyshawn Hilton's, Deshaun Corbin, the guys on the offensive line. You're going
5: to need every single guy to do their job. Yep, no joke about that. Uh, let's talk about Dabo's comments in the press conference. We put out a piece today about him, and he gave a few comments on Florida State, Mike Norvell, and Jordan Travis along with Florida State's rushing attack that they have and gave a lot of praise to Jordan Travis, said that he's a dangerous weapon uh, that they're going to have to be well prepared for. And you know, he also made some comments on Mike Norvell, and a reporter asked about did they hash things out after last season and how that went with the whole COVID nineteen protocol and that game not being played, said, "Oh, I didn't know we had to hash anything out." You know, we we've talked with one another, ACC conference. I was at Bobby Bowden's uh, funeral to you know be there for that and then with the Bowden family along with you know got to speak with Norbell in person there. But um, you know, it's just the regular kind of Dabo talk. But you know, he showed a lot of love towards Florida State in that zero four start and then responding <clears throat> as a team. Uh, (laughs) What did you think about Dabo and talking uh, about Florida State this week, Nader? Did you even care to listen about him? I
4: couldn't give two dams about what Dabo has to say. So it's all coach speak to me. You know, I I don't think, you know, that guy has a jingling bone in his body. I'm sorry. Uh, Everything is planned and everything is made and done by design. So. You know, that's why my name is what it is this week.
5: And can you go ahead and tell the at least not the at least tell the listeners.
4: It says log- da, Dabo equals used car salesman. Um, <laughs> I I, I wanted I, I was I was gonna make a sign back here that said you know f word Dabo, but I not think it'd be appropriate.
5: Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. We'll have to talk with the SI uh, compliance there. We'll have to see about that. But maybe you can do it for Dan Mullen. We'll do something special. For hey, him. B-
4: Bobby, thanks, man. And I, 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 I look handsome in any color, whether it, it, it's salmon pink, yellow, um, never orange, tan, um, you know, tan, ma- magenta, um, fuchsia, what, what, whatever you want, man. You know, rainbow. I, I'm I'm a chameleon. <laughs> 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 no, no, but you know.
5: That's coach, coach speak. It's yeah, coach
4: speak. I, I I think that you know he's. I, I thought Venerables you know spoke more from the heart about it. You know, you know with what he said about you know your your Syracuse has some design runs with Schrader and you know Tuckers are good, a good running back you know, he's leading the country and but you know this Florida Eight team has had a lot of success recently and they're also maybe a little bit more explosive and can create more um, in the open field. So it's a different matchup. And Syracuse gave Clemson a, a lot of problems, especially situationally um, in that game. So, you know, I, I know this is a strength-for-strength strength game, but I, I think that Venerables realized this Florida State can run the ball on that defense, especially with all the injuries they have up front.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know the injuries up front is something that makes Clemson a lot more vulnerable. That is for damn sure, and it's Mm -hmm. a little more scary on the Clemson side because of Florida State's rushing attack right now, with two two uh, running backs averaging seven or more yards per carry. Like that's Mm -hmm. extremely, that's a little worrisome. And we've heard a lot of things about Clemson's defense and such, but I mean, Florida State's clicking right now. I think about almost all cylinders wide receivers starting to get a little bit more connected, but the, that pivotal threat of that running. Game I mean, is I mean, Florida like State's, Mar- Fort State's ninth in the country, use.
4: ninth in the country running at 235 yards a game. So mm-hmm. I mean, they've, you know, last year they were what 17th in run efficiency with a lot of people were surprised, <laughs> but I think that's something that all of us kind of hit it, hit on in our season previews that if anything we expected the run game to be you know two to three four sets better this year Uh, just with the way that Norvell can scheme and Atkins and, and Dillingham you know they can scheme up a running game really really well so I think we all expected to see that and I think it's probably been even a little bit better than what we expected.
3: Yeah, agreed. And, you know, it helps to have uh, Deshaun Corbin and Treshawn Ward to have that one-two punch. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they have played off of each other just so perfectly this year. And, and, you know, you mentioned it earlier, Corbin probably taking a little bit of a leap and being the starter the rest of the year, but Ward was right with him. And I thought he mm-hmm. was maybe even more impressive than Corbin in that win over North Carolina a couple weeks ago, you know, especially late in the game, getting that run on third down and getting the first down to burn the clock out. So, been a heck of a year by those guys and I don't think it's any coincidence like over the last three weeks everything has been coming together more Mm -hmm. because the offensive line is as healthy as they've been all season so it's going to be huge if Gibbons and DLT can both go on Saturday
4: you even go back to Notre Dame it was on those last drives it was Trishon Ward in the game not Corbin so Mm -hmm. you know the staff definitely trust what they have in the backfield
5: yeah no, they do. So, yep, Dabo spoke a few things on that, but take that for what you want. Jamis, it was kind of a, kind of a tough game there, but still, I mean, played well for the circumstances that he was in. I think Seattle defensively is getting better. They start off the season horrible on defense, but I think they're getting better and starting to find they a gotta better him, of a rhythm.
4: They got to get some was, more receivers, man.
5: Well, yeah, no, we'll get into That's that. Really, it's,
4: it's ridiculous. ridiculous. That's
5: pathetic. Once again, he has to deal with I mean, does Michael Thomas want to play again or is he just done? What's his hissy fit about? He's been injured. And he had COVID, so
4: so so he Yeah, I'm so, also injured. So he didn't want to have that ankle surgery, right? So that's what it was. So you know, so you end up putting it off, end up having it or something. But that, that guy's just been a douche. They yeah. thought he would be
3: back. I think it was after the bye week, and yeah. then it came back that it's going to be even more time. So,
4: but I mean, speed. as as many issues as he's had, if he can come back to where he's normally been, you know, that's, that's going to be extremely me me helpful. You know, I think they went and traded back for Mark Ingram today, right? Or they're talking yeah, they about did. it.
3: Mm-hmm. They made the trade,
4: and they're talking yeah. about trading for Brandon Cooks, you know, bringing him back to New Orleans. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's maybe not the answer, but it, it, it's a stopgap. And and I think that if Ingram, who I still think he has some left in the tank, that can put Kamara back in the passing game more. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're, we're you know he's just lethal, lethal. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, exactly. You, you know it's bad when they're in the red zone, and the first thing I just say is Taysom Hill's not a tight end, and they they're missing him right now. Like that's how bad it is for, mm-hmm. for the Saints. They they just have no separation. It as far as pass catchers. Traquan Smith was terrible Monday night. He's Marcus always Marcus it's always awful. fine, but he's not a number one receiver.
5: Yeah, I was going to mention Jameis went in on that kid, and rightfully so. I mm-hmm. mean, the kid almost didn't even run around one time. I mean, Jameis threw him a ball, probably would have been open, but he just stood too busy fighting the DB. Mm-hmm. So DB wins that rep any day of the week, but Jameis went in on him, and I loved – I mean, Jameis is always just a walking meme everywhere and whatever he does, mm-hmm. but <laughs> absolutely choose out the kid. That's what he's done at Florida State. We are used mm-hmm. to seeing that, but went in on him, and uh, I think um, Sean Payne loved it and kind of was looking and like, mm-hmm. oh, shit, okay, Jameis, and walked away. But, uh, you know, that's just what Jameis is dealing with right now but i mean the monday night football crew absolutely horrible i, f- I felt like rg there's like three rg3s there in the booth but saying stupid things of where alvin kamara should have been hit from Jamus when the safety's over coverage there and already has mm-hmm. a corner on him like what are we talking yeah. about i'll do some. i mean I, I could get a job up there saying yeah. some of the Brian stupid Gucci's things like
4: i, I would have thrown it yeah you yeah, would have been pick.
5: it would have been a pick six yeah there's and a the reason Randy the manager wendy or lost yeah, well, rainy weather, windy. I mean, it's just true. That was true Seattle kind of weather there that night, and lucky enough, I know
4: James, James got, was able
5: to get a win out of James there. James got the W. Yeah.
4: Four, That's four, all that
5: matters. Yep, yeah. get the dub. Got
4: to
3: beat the uh, Bucks this week. That's right. Got to blow them out.
4: I would love Absolutely. for him to put up 500 on them. How Eight marvelous would that be?
5: Oh, it's going to be fun. I forgot that. What? That fourth, 425 primetime? Little afternoon primetime situation. I, I'm not.
4: I'm, I'm not i good. I don't to, know. I might have to wear my bucks.
3: Dustin's jersey. a Saints fan. I don't know the time of the game. I know they play.
5: Dustin's hey, a uh, Saints fan, and then Dustin watched the Celtics. By the way, he watches the Celtics they, lose on opening night and missed our podcast. Four twenty-five. I'm watching the Celtics
3: play right now, and they're
5: losing. It's great. Logan,
4: Logan speaking of,
5: <laughs> why couldn't you people, done this last week and watch them lose?
4: That's because he sucks. Logan, a couple people have asked me where you got that. That uh Jameis Saints jersey at?
5: Oh, secret can't tell him. Plug, you know, you know. <laughs> Man, the reason why we were down there at the camp uh, with Jameis is you know don't, if, don't you, give if, you, if, if you if you do get a a, you know, just little things. Just don't got want to sell more jerseys though.
4: <laughs> so what 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 yeah, so what, what Chinese jersey website did you get that off of? <laughs> <laughs>
5: uh, Japanese. Let's be real here. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, let's jump into the one last thing for quick hitters regarding some football here. Got some NFL knolls changing. we got about five minutes till Jack joins us. Uh, Dustin Hopkins gets let go by the Washington Redskins because he misses one nope. field goal. Washington, Washington
4: football team. team, Washington football uh, team
5: who gives a flying. Oh, I wish I could say it. We got sponsors though, but who gives a flying mother F? I think it's one of the stupidest things that they're called Washington mm. football team. I mean, idiotic, but anyways, so stupid. Uh, but yeah, he gets let go by who gives a flying up franchise uh, up there in Washington. And now he's going to be joining some L.A. Knowles over there just keeps on compiling up, but he's going to be joining the Chargers, mm-hmm. joining Derwin James Asante Samuel Jr., Trey Marshall, and Gabe Neighbors.
4: Who is their kicker? Was it Bagley?
0: <laughs> nah, it was some no-name guy in his first year. Hold on. I'll find
3: it real quick.
5: Goober Goober.
3: Crickets, crickets, crickets.
0: crickets. Uh, Tristan Viscano.
3: Yeah, yeah. Guber, Guber, don't know. Like, like I said. And yeah. Hopkins got released for Chris Blewett, who <clears throat> went one of two on Sunday, so he already has as half as many misses as Hopkins did all season. Congrats Washington, on that one.
5: Washington, crappy skins are now my number one team that I hate the most, except for the. Mm, the Bucks, but I hope you're not listening, Dad. Sorry. I hey, I, I, was for, uh, I was looking <clears>
4: for I was looking for my 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 Bengals hat, my represent the home team. My yeah. Divi- division leaders.
5: Yeah. yeah, yeah, whatever. That won't last long. That's fine. How's it being okay. to The worst team, just ask. Worst team uh-huh. in the division. I just got to ask. Worst team in the division. Talk to me in five weeks. We'll see what happens. Won't last long. Three. Worst team in the NFL. Uh,
3: <laughs>
5: okay. No, now we're, now we're, I'll, say,
3: I'll say bottom eight.
5: Bottom eight, take the cap off. We had so, a bye week, so you're lucky, would have been already in the winning column. You lost the, the bye, bye week.
4: week. When's, the, when's the last time <laughs> that the Steelers had a top five draft pick?
5: Nah, I'm not gonna even answer because what you're gonna say is, well, get ready for it, it's gonna be happening this year. But then if you say <laughs> that, then I get my quarterback.
3: What quarterback?
4: Oh, well,
0: wait,
3: actually, I I don't know. Know. actually, no, actually, no, they're taking Kenny Pickett, they're keeping Kenny Pickett home. Yeah, I actually, yeah.
4: <laughs>
5: Uh, yeah, <laughs> he's staying home <laughs> just like we do with James Conner. That really worked out well.
4: They're taking that Emery Jones.
5: No, uh, man, I'm getting Aaron Rodgers anyways. I don't know what I'm talking about. Sorry, Cal. forgot about that. Uh, let's talk, let's jump into some basketball before Jaquez joins us because we got to talk a lot of clumps in here because everybody wants to keep talking about it. But uh, quick hitters basketball wise, FSU lands Jeremiah Brembley, Austin Vizia. What? Bimbria.
0: Jeremiah Bembry. Let's, let's get it right. Brimbley.
5: You put Brimbley what? in the docket. That
0: was not me. That was, that was
5: Dustin. Dustin. Bembry. Oh, my God. Dustin just made me look terrible.
3: Oh, no. National Man, television. Let me, let me check. I spelled it right.
5: <laughs> well,
0: apparently not because...
3: Oh, never mind. Shit.
0: Yeah. Jeremiah <laughs> Bembry. <laughs> Good
4: job, editor. Hey, it's a hard
1: name
4: editor. to spell, all right? J-
1: J-
0: Jeremiah Bembry, 6'6". 6'6 point guard from Allentown, Pennsylvania. Really talented kid. I mean, it's one of those guys where you watch his film, you're like, wow, this guy stands Mm -hmm. out. Just make a flashy pass. super athletic. Smooth shot. It's a little slow. Got a little bit of a hitch, but it works, and it's effective. Um, He's unranked currently, but that's simply only because he didn't play AAU last year, and he goes to a tiny school. That's really all it is. But you look at his offer list, it's, it's Ole Miss, Rutgers, Seton Hall, Georgia Tech. It's a really good offer list. Um, he, he, instead of playing AAU, he, he played in the Egyptian summer circuit and killed it. He's a really talented guy. Staff thinks very highly of him and, you know, get him on campus. He commits pretty much right away. He's, he's on campus till Sunday and committed Monday. So really good get um, him and a guy that will be coming later in the week. We'll be setting up the point guard room very nicely for a couple Whoa. of years before state.
5: Whoa, getting so some hand he here.
3: Did he play in Egypt? I think so. Like the you said the Egyptian summer league right,
0: summer circuit so like kind of like summer the circuit. yeah kind of like so like kind of like A A U here is kind of what the vibe I got was what he did over there. Is he Egyptian? Like, like I, how do you get over there? That's a that's a question I do not know the answer to right now. I think he flew in a
3: plane. <laughs> Maybe okay, a
5: boat. All right. boat? <laughs> all right. A cruise Dude. ship, Carnival cruise ship over to the Gulf Coast. I don't know.
0: And then to, to keep going on recruiting, another guy that was on campus this past weekend, four-star common guard Chandler Jackson. Um, he will be announcing Friday between Florida State and Tennessee. And if you've been following um, any prediction sites, you'll see where he's going to go. He Ever since he announced his decision at noon today, he's picked up seven predictions for Florida State. Uh, we have had this in the Discord since Monday mm. that he will be coming to Florida State. So just mm-hmm. saying, just saying. Flex on him. Be Patreon, join the Discord. We had it before anybody else, and I mean anybody else. Momentum.
4: Uh-oh. Momentum for the season. He's Absolutely.
0: a he's a super talented kid. Uh, I guess as soon as we got word of it, everyone's like, this guy is Trent Forrest 2.0. And like acts the same, plays the same, same work ethic, same personality. Yeah. It, it's such a perfect fit. Six, four, six, five, 200 pounds, can light it up offensively. It's a phenomenal fit. For the longest time, I thought he was going to be a, a Tennessee-Memphis lane. Florida State's been recruiting him a long time. Kind of slowed a little bit when they thought they were going to get Jaden Bradley or, or Jason Gortman. As soon as they don't get them, they, they turn it on for for Jackson. He's going to be a nice little surprise, nice little addition on Friday come 430.
5: Absolutely. Good stuff there. We'll get into some more basketball here, but I think we got Jack Quez. I think he... Hopped on here. He might have been texting, asking, "Is this working?" <laughs> what up, Jack? Wes? What's up? What's going on, man?
2: How you yeah. been? You can see me. Oh, I've, I've been all right, man. How about yourself?
5: Doing good. Second time on the show, man. Good to yeah. hear from you. No
2: doubt, no doubt man. A
5: Joe, Joe hooked it up, man. Joe's yeah. the man.
2: They set it up, man. I, I told him uh <laughs> if you can get at six, then we can do it because I just got done uh, at the facility not too long ago. So, Did you yeah, really? I'm, yeah, I'm excited to be on though for sure.
5: Absolutely, man. Yeah, well, we won't keep you for too crazy long, but definitely want to give it up get some updates from you on stuff going on yeah. in the NFL. Maybe we'll talk a little current FSU and talk some Clemson this upcoming weekend too, which as you know, big time game weekend.
2: Big time, up, yeah. So.
5: <laughs> always is, always is. But yeah, let us know what, what have you been up to and everything because obviously the NFL career and it's always crazy there in the business. You know how it yeah. is now, being in there for a while. But talk about maybe a little bit of time that you had with Cincinnati and now transitioning over to the West Coast.
2: Yeah, uh, so, you know, obviously I got my uh, first the, uh, shot in Cincinnati. It was there for uh, through last year and through preseason and about a few weeks this year, um, you know, uh, they put me on the – practice squad to start the season, you know, after I had a really good preseason, I thought, you know, uh, mm-hmm. sometimes it's just numbers and the way it goes, you know, and that's the unfortunate part about the business, but uh, I understood it, you know, and I just was always preparing myself, you know, just because I know another opportunity could come, you know, with being on the practice squad, you know, and I, but I actually like Cincinnati, you know, and I, I have no mm-hmm. problem being there. Yeah, I enjoyed my time there. And, uh, you know, it's, they, it's pretty cool to see them having success, you know, that they're having, you know. I uh, know a lot of those guys in the locker room, so it's always easy to root for those guys. And, um, so uh, I think about week three, week two, uh, San Francisco uh, called to sign me off the practice squad from Cincinnati. And I've been here ever since. You know, it's a big transition, though, just from being on the East Coast to the West Coast. And then the biggest – the biggest surprise probably being out here, though, so far has been, like, the weather, though, because, mm-hmm. like, I left all my jackets. I mm-hmm. probably bought, like, three jackets, like, because I'm, like, I'm going to California. It's cold. And there's no way it's going to be cold. It's going to be hot all the time. So I left <laughs> all my winter jackets inside and back in Ohio. And, um, bro, it's, like, surprisingly, bro, it'd be, like, high 40s, like, low 50s most of the time here, you know, and it's crazy. Like, in Florida, that's that's freezing, you know, like. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, so it's been it's been it's been a cool journey so far, man. I'm just uh learning and getting adjusted, you know. Uh been pretty cool, man. I got my first uh like regular season carries here, you know. Got a chance to throw a ball in the game. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Yeah, so it's just it's been cool so far, man. I'm just working trying to improve each and every day. You mm-hmm. know, uh take advantage of this opportunity.
5: Yeah, I'm a Steelers fan, so whenever I heard that the Bengals were Gonna let you go, which I thought me and Dustin talked about it too. We were kind of shocked that that was happening because I thought you had a great mm-hmm. preseason. Me and Dustin yeah. were like, "What in the heck is going on there?" And so, since I'm a Steelers now, that means that I can give them a lot more health since uh, <laughs> I'm not a big bang- I'm not a big Bengals guy. But when you're over there, I got to pull from a little bit. But now that you're over here with the 49ers, I have I'm neutral. I can pull yeah. for you fully over there. But I'm happy that Appreciate things that. are going well and traveled over there safely and everything.
2: Appreciate it. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, you said it yourself, but you got a chance to make the first two carries of your NFL career earlier this season with the 49ers. Yeah. What was that experience like to finally step into a regular season game and contribute a little bit?
2: Man, like I, I still, my first carry, like I, I got the first carry. It was a wide zone to the right. And, bro, like I, I, I got it, I read it, cut it back. And it was me and the safety. And, like, he, he got me by this much, you know what I'm saying? It was this much from being, like, a 75-yard touchdown. I was so mad at myself. Uh. And, like, you know, and then – but it was pretty cool, man. Like, I just, like, you know, just those little small things, those small moments let you know, like, you belong. And, like, I've always had that that feeling of that I belong, you know. But uh, it's a matter of showing it, you know. So it was pretty cool that I got, you know, those opportunities. uh I'm looking forward to getting uh, a lot more, you know, because uh, I've been grinding for it, I've been working for it, man, praying for So you know, it's just a matter of time before you know everything starts on full, like I uh, I prayed and want.
4: So uh, how how's it working with a guy like like Shanahan? You know, you know, yeah, guys, you know, you know, offensive, you know, genius, you know, young guy, super great. You know, he's a great coach.
2: Yeah. It's pretty cool, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've been following, like, you know, everyone's like, oh, Sh- Coach has a genius and all this thing. So, you know, mm-hmm. you always watch, you know, what it do. You know, obviously, he had uh, the guys in Atlanta. You know, he had Tevin Coleman, the ones mm-hmm. in though Most of his backs are always successful, you know. And, uh, just being here, you can see, like, you know, see it firsthand and, you know, being able to, like, you know what I'm saying, just to be up, be up close and personal with it. And, like, you see, the, see, you see why. He's had success, you know. Uh, I'm starting specifically running the ball, uh, just because of how how he manipulates the, he like the small things in the run game. Man, it's pretty cool, and so much space when you're running the ball, man. So, I mean, I'm, it's a it's a great opportunity, man. You know, I just pray I can take full advantage of it, you know, because I think I can do uh, really great things out here.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: Absolutely. What do you think has changed the most in your game? style and running has it changed much or you know coming from college ball and you being a big physical runner has it changed yes. any since joining the nfl uh
2: i would say uh I've, I've been like used a little bit i've been used different you know is a lot different than the college level as far as running the ball you know you can run inside zone and all those type of things in the college level but it's a little bit tougher in an nfl level because I mean the three texts and then those like you know what i'm saying the guys they put down on that on 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 front four or front whatever front they want to get in i mean just imagine trying to block your block miles garrett <laughs> you know what i'm saying with a single a single block you know what i'm saying so it's, it's much different you know so nowadays you know i i feel like you know since i've left college i became a very effective wide zone runner you know which is like bread and butter in enough for right now uh, and that's helped me a lot you know I felt like I was always good at inside zone, the powers and counters and stuff. But uh, getting to this level now, I feel like I uh, I become very really effective at uh, running wide zone. And you see a lot of backstab success on that on, uh, on that play. You know, uh, specifically like Derrick Henry. You know, that's all Tennessee does with him is wide zone. You know, uh, it's pretty cool. You know, just you know, just having your game involved, You know, and you have much more time and to to do those type of things to evolve your game in since you're a pro is your job, you know, so you, uh, and, and and it's not like college where you want to be good at everything. You know what I'm saying? Like if you, if, if you're great at everything, you know what I'm saying? You master nothing. And uh, really that's what I learned. I'm learning about the NFL is that, you know, wherever you're, you're great at, be great at that. And you know what I'm saying? And that's, that's, that's your thing. That's your calling, you know what I'm saying? Be great Mm -hmm. at that and be better than everybody else at that. And that's, that's what I'm learning. You know, uh, I'm a big physical guy you know what i'm saying so when i get the ball i'll be big and physical and i can run too so you know uh and make all the necessary cuts so you know i just try to make one cut get downhill you know uh as fast as possible as much as possible you know because uh guys don't like the guys don't want to you know tackle 230 pounds every 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 play you know so
4: mm-hmm. Who, who's been uh who's been the guy where you're back man you know like like that, you gone up against that? Maybe, you know, you were surprised. You know that they could bring it to you a little bit. You kind of just mentioned, you know, you're you're a big back. You know, not yeah. a lot of guys like to chop down at that. But has it been a guy you you know kind of brought it to you, or like, man, kind of surprised?
2: Oh, uh, I haven't. I haven't gotten like. I wouldn't say I don't, I don't know. I don't, I'm not really sure, mm-hmm. but. It was one time in practice, like my probably my rookie year, um, maybe Von Bell. Like he he he's he's not small, but he's 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 much smaller than me. Mm-hmm. And uh, just him, just he, he he plays physical. He plays like a linebacker, a safety. Yeah, uh, probably him. Just throughout that training camp, my rookie year, just going against you know uh, mm-hmm. those guys a lot. Uh, so mm-hmm. probably probably Von Bell. I would say he probably got a few good shots on me. mm Hmm.
3: Yeah, you weren't the only uh, former Florida State running back to get a shot with San Francisco a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Chris Thompson was there for a yeah. short stint. Now he's um, in Chicago. Chicago. And, you know, I know yeah. you guys didn't get a chance to play with each other in college, but did you get a chance to have any conversations with him when you were together in San Francisco and getting any advice from a guy who's played a long time in the league? Yeah,
2: I think Chris is going on nine years, but, like, Chris, Chris was like – even though we didn't play together, me and, like, Chris always communicated with me, like, throughout my time at Florida State. Like, Chris will like, reach out to me. I remember uh, around draft time, Chris reached out to me It was like, man, it's not about where you uh, get drafted at. It's about what you do with the opportunity when you get there. And, like, Chris was one of the most humblest guys you'll meet, you know what I'm saying? Like, when even when he was here, like, uh, he was making sure, like, I got to the stadium, you know, make sure that – because it was a time change like, he would – like bro, you up you know I got a, we got, I got a uh, car service to pick us up like those small things and like just help me out here and there like you know what I'm saying like every, I mean everybody that knows Chris could tell you the same thing about Chris like Chris is super humble great dude you know and I mean I I appreciate it. I mean I, I appreciate even knowing him you know what I'm saying because I mean it's beyond football you know he's a, he's a really good dude I'm happy you know he's get the opportunity in Chicago we actually play Chicago this week so I'll see him Nice.
5: Got to get a picture afterwards so I can no, post no it on
1: social. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> you get- uh, I,
4: I want to ask about the lineage, the, the recent lineage of, of running backs coming out of FSU. Yeah. You know, you know you're know, you part of that. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, you look at you – know, I guess my question is, you know, I've always thought that the game is changing a little bit in college where there's not a lot of primary runners anymore. There's a lot of guys yeah. who share carries. Um, you know, h- how would you look at that in college? Were you a guy who wanted to be a primary carrier – or did you kind of like that you could kind of share the load? I mean, well,
2: <laughs> well my first two years, I, Dalvin was the primary carrier, You know what I'm saying? like, I mean, sometimes he would go down with injury or, like, you know, some games it would just be – it would require both backs to go in and get a bunch of carries. And, like, uh, now obviously, like, I wanted to be the guy that got majority carries. You know what I'm saying? That's just what it is. I I don't think any running back would want, you know what I'm saying, will say, like, I understand I want to – uh, take a, a less amount of carries, but I mean, I never like was, uh, I never frowned upon to splitting carries. You know what I'm saying because it kept me fresh and it kept whoever I was playing with first too. You know, uh, it was, it was always cool though because you create like a you create sort of a tandem, you know, between the whoever it is or you know what I'm saying. Like for me, uh, we really split carries with me and Cam and like you know what i'm saying like we we just knew like when we came into the game like this is what we had to do you know what i'm saying and we knew we was getting this amount of touches and like it's just not even a competition but it just creates like okay i know you're gonna get this amount of touches you're gonna get this amount you know what i'm saying like so you can do you know the, the most or whatever with it you know and that's pretty cool though you know, uh, you know just playing with both guys because those are guys i share touches with during my time there so that's what i'm speaking of but uh it's pretty cool though you know uh I enjoyed it, you know. Um, you know, both guys are great backs. And both guys are, uh, have succeeded in the NFL, you know. So it's just uh, – as it just shows, you know, the talent Florida State's been putting out specifically at that position.
5: Yeah, no, Florida State, I mean, Dalvin, Cook's, Dalvin Cook, he's had a phenomenal career so yeah, far. With the Vikings. But, you know, talking about maybe the current state, we'll jump into this a little bit and get you out of here but the current state of florida state football and that running back room i mean right now you've got two running backs that are sharing that are sharing a gray load and you've also got baby nine that's what Lowe's calls them baby nine to a philly
2: yeah
5: Um, and then you've also got the transfer from auburn dj williams who's starting to click a little bit too in that offense but overall talk maybe a little bit about that running back if you've been able to see a few of the games but ward and corbin just absolutely killing it right now
2: yeah, I actually I I've, I've seen all of them. I actually seen the uh the, the guy from Auburn this past week. You know, we had a good uh, I think it was like Counter or something he scored on. Uh but uh yeah, the Corbin and, and Ward though, those two guys that really stand out. So Philly too, I thought he was going to have a much bigger role in the offense, you know, specifically, you know what he did cuz of what he did as a freshman. You know, he was really explosive in the run game, but to uh talk about Corbin and Ward, man, those guys were they're really good running backs, especially Corbin, you know, uh you know, he I, I didn't know he had speed like that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, just watching him last year, I didn't know he had the speed to you know, hit home runs like that. And that's pretty cool. And then the church on War kid, like, man, that's, his story is awesome. You know what I'm saying? Becoming from a walk on. I think I seen he was like the highest rated running back in the country, man. That's awesome. And like, when I see him, like, I can't help but see Devontae Freeman. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> like, it's crazy, you know? And, I think both of those guys I know for a fact both of those guys will get a shot in uh in the league, man. So, you know, uh, they just gotta keep working, man, and and keep doing those doing doing the right things, man, because I mean they showing not just, you know, Florida State fans, but the whole you know, the country that they're they're two really good backs, you know. And, uh I don't know what year Corbin is, so you know, if he's if I don't know if he's draft eligible this year or not, but if he yeah, is, yeah. it probably might be his last year. <laughs> <All> right, <laughs> playing, yeah.
5: Do you think he could? Do you think cause that's now going to be the big question mark heading into the end of November? Is going to be like, well, does he have a chance to go?
2: How many yards does he have? Well, that is, nowadays it really doesn't even matter how many yards you have now because he's almost seven hundred. Yeah, because when you split carries and stuff, it, it, I mm-hmm. don't think it matters as much because if mm-hmm. they usually go they go back to the film. they like, okay, mm-hmm. this guy can you know the things, but I mean, from what I've seen, I, I'm saying I've been around NFL backs shit. That's an NFL back, you know what I'm saying? Both of those guys are, you know. So it's pretty cool though. I'm, 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 I'm hyped for it. Like I, that's that's one thing I'm always, you know, I play running back there, so that's one thing I'm always paying attention to, regardless of what's going on there, you know. And I mean, it's pretty good that they. I think they won three in a row. Yep, they're
5: on a three and, and a three, you know three so streak right I, now.
2: I can start back bragging about my school, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <But> <laughs> hey, no, they just mess around and beat Clemson. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey.
0: As we move into Clemson week, what are some of your memories playing against Clemson while you're at Florida State?
2: My best memory though playing against Clemson, I got like I got a couple my best oh, feel memory free though, to share. My best memory playing against Clemson though was that I I had tore my meniscus my junior year and I was supposed to be at like forty six months. And I ended up having the surgery. And I end up coming out of surgery. I'll never forget. Like I, I came out of surgery and I was walking like I was, like I was normal. I was like, where's my crutches? Like, you know what I'm saying? They telling me like, I'm like, they're like, you're fine, like you don't need them. And they was like, yeah, the, the injury was like an old injury. And uh, that you that you you can potentially come back in a week and a half, two weeks. I'm like, huh? <laughs> so I'm like, okay, okay. So then we play Syracuse the next week. And I I sit that game out because I just didn't feel ready. And then we played Clemson, and, uh, we ended up playing Clemson, and this was I this is twenty seventeen. This is the replay. It was a close game. I'm until like four minutes left in the game, I think it was. But uh, I I came back and I like I think it was like my third or fourth carry. I scored a touchdown, and it was just like man, like just resiliency. You know what I'm saying? That everything that touchdown was about, like that's what I stood for, man. And it's just like thinking that my season was about to be over. Just two weeks ago to you know scoring a touchdown in that game. And Clemson's one of the teams I wish I would have been able to do more against. Uh just because just that was a you know, they always are a top team. But mm-hmm. i never forget though, Clemson week, my freshman year, I was hurt, Dalvin was hurt, and uh we was having Kermit run running reps at running back. <sighs> like it was that bad. Pinder, I think Pinder was there, Pinder was hurt. Yeah, uh, better. and I think we just had JVic and Kermit, and we, we like we like at this point we didn't even know, like, because you don't have to release an injury report in college, so at this point, like, we don't even know, like, if if me or Dalvin were gonna play, you know what I'm saying? Like, so we just like looking like, and then Kermit was back there taking reps at running back, he was so scared, like, <laughs> <laughs> like he, was telling, he, was, he was gonna go for 100 yards, and uh-huh. it was crazy, like, uh, Dalvin uh, went for going for like 170 yards that game, and, like, bro, he, he didn't. Me and him didn't practice that whole week. Wow. Or until Friday. Or we practiced that Friday. But, yeah, he went, went for 170 yards. That was like I was com- – I think that was – I was coming off the game against Syracuse. I had sprained my ankle like the third play of the game. You know what I'm saying? And, and I sprained spraining both my ankles that game. And then that's when we played Clemson the next week. And he went for 170 or something like that crazy. But that was another story. But Clemson was always a fun week, though. you know what I'm saying? Because we knew like, the implications of that game were usually – Right in the mix of being in the college football playoff when it came to that game, we knew that uh, winning that game that can get us that can prepare us to our, our goals. They cheated us one year though, and inside dope, which was mm-hmm. crazy. Top yeah. Top. yeah, that's, yeah. That dope. Inside dope, that was the craziest part. Like, we got cheated at home, but yeah, that's, that's another story. But <laughs> <ACC ref. laughs> yeah, yeah,
4: yeah, yeah, that was the start of Clemson's reign, you know, that man, that's why
5: I gave it
2: to him, yeah, yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. No but. Before we get in more to Clemson, I, I get asked about Dalvin. You know, yeah, I I have never seen a back that you know he's had injury issues. You know, it's called it what it is, but a guy who can take care of his body and play so well while he's injured,
2: you know, oh, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy because like, there's been times you know what I'm saying like I know his shoulder, like he had so many injuries, like you know little not injuries. I always had little small things, but like man, like when it came game day, bro, like. None of that matter. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, one of the toughest players I ever played with, you know what I'm saying? Like, he just – he was always – he always, like, found that way, you know what I'm saying? Like, that rubbed off on everybody in that room, you know? Like, you know what I'm saying? Because I could, like – I remember, like, when I had a knee surgery in my junior year, like, I could have just, like, man, I'm good. Like, I ain't, I ain't coming back from this. Like, you know what I'm saying? But, like, I just think of, like, all the things that he should deal with and still go out there and dominate, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I, – I just imagined if he was 100% healthy, like, during his whole time at State, like. The records he broke, why like, you know what I'm saying? Why to deal with injuries, he did what? Like it's crazy. Like people don't even know. Like, bro, like the man is insane.
5: <laughs> crazy, he yeah. is crazy. Before I don't know if you want to, we'll, we'll get to that as score predictions if you want. But before yeah. that, I wanted to ask real quick too because <clears throat> we talked with a fellow um Sports Illustrated guy that covers Clemson, and I talked with him earlier tonight, and he was saying that. Florida State, you know, that's one of their biggest rivals. Just because South Carolina, you know, hasn't been really competitive with them in a very, very, very long time. Um, But where do you put Clemson? Do you call them a rival, or you know, is is it that way? I know Florida, Miami, those are different animals, but are they a rival to you guys, or
2: what? For me, the way I would rank it is Miami, Florida. Well, I don't know, Miami or Florida, either way you want to rank it than Clemson. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it just depends on which team is better at the time. I would say between Florida and Miami. Florida was usually a little bit better than Miami when we were playing them.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: So for the Florida games were always, you know, a little bit but the Miami games had a different type of energy though, in my opinion. Just because we had a lot of guys that came from Miami. Mm-hmm. And the history of the rivalry, like and I mean, that's what legends were made, you know what I'm saying? Even in the Florida game, but I feel like I would say Miami, Florida, Dan Clemson for me. Okay, okay. That's because though we were dominant over Florida though for like most yeah, of my time there, so that's why I could yeah. I could probably have that opinion of it. You know what I'm saying because the yeah. Florida games, yeah.
5: That's yeah, my say good.
3: yeah, my last question uh, for you tonight. You know, Florida State they're going into <clears throat> Death Valley, mm-hmm. a really tough environment on the road. You got a chance to play there in um twenty fifteen and twenty seventeen, so what were your experiences like, and you know how tough is it to to play there?
2: man, it gets super loud there like a lot where you can't even you can talk to somebody and they can't even hear you you know, and like that's one of the games we always we i mean we usually use signals for most of the games, but we definitely had to use our signals for that game, and like that's a great place to play in a great environment, like you know what I'm saying, like especially like we knew that we used to play them in prior time, so like that was even better, you know and uh it's a, it's a definitely a great experience, you know. But uh, well, it's nothing like dope. I would, uh, I, I was, it ain't nothing like dope. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> dope in not dope and prime time is nothing like that. But mm-hmm. I, mean, I give them, that. I get hats off. They got a, they got a nice stadium, and it's cool to play there. Well, but, well, I mean, well,
5: go ahead? I was gonna say, what would you tell a guy like Treshawn Ward who has not he's not seen really playing time in this kind of hostile environment? What would you tell him? What kind of advice would you give him for a younger guy? And like I said, that had a lot of experience in these kind of environments.
2: Yeah. Really just to just to uh, make sure you're here to play and just treat like any other any other game. You know what I'm saying? you gonna coach is gonna take I know they probably got the noise at practice this week. But yeah, just treat like every other game. Be a little bit more attentive to detail, especially just because you probably won't be able to hear the calls and stuff. Or I'm pretty sure they're gonna have signals. But man, just play your game. Be you. Don't change. Don't don't ever change just because the the environment change or the circumstances change. Like bro, just be you every day. You know what I'm saying? If he be if he continues to be himself, like you know, what I'm saying he's gonna be fine. You know, a lot of young guys. I mean, that's just the reality of it. Some of the young guys is gonna be, sh- they're gonna be shocked by it. You know, or that just is what it is, you know, because uh, a lot of guys and have never played in that type of environment. You know, but I mean Clemson, I mean, they're not they're not really the Clemson of old. So, you know, I don't know if their their friends are gonna show up, but regardless of who shows mm-hmm. up or not, you know what I'm saying? You can roll out in the stadium, nobody shows up. Football still gotta be played. you know. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things Jimbo always told us, like don't matter who shows up, I mean, we're gonna play you we'll play you in the parking lot, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
5: Yeah. And I have one more because we haven't had someone that's uh, most recent have had, having played at Florida State, but we've seen a lot of growth and maturity wise uh, this last couple part, these last couple of weeks, at least the season overall, and guys holding each other accountable. And how big was being a lead like leaders, you being leader along with other guys and y'all's locker room during your time at Florida State? How big does that play a factor on the game, on game days and how you know things go about? Because now you are seeing guys call each other out on plays when guys are rough in the passer. or you know, we saw Gaynor get called out by Keir Thomas this past weekend. We've seen it before where Sidney Williams was chirping with the player and you saw Jarrett Jackson come over and pull his helmet over and say, Nah, we can't be doing that. How does that kind of you know that kind of growth there, do for a team. You think, and did you have any kind of leaders on your team?
2: Yeah, you can you can tell you can tell this accountability being held. You know, uh, amongst the locker room because you can you can, you can see you can just see because uh, I look at it like this: when you lose to a team like Jacksonville State, and then you come back and beat a team like North Carolina, uh, and they, they, you win three games straight, you know, and mm-hmm. you know it it has to be some type of accountability being held. You know, somebody saying something. Somebody saying the right things because it's like, you know, these things, those things that happened before aren't happening as much or any at all anymore, you know? And when you could check your, when your leader, when, you know what I'm saying, uh, check and balance, that's what I call it. You know, it, it, you, know, when the, the guy, the, the top guy can get called out, you know, when he's not doing what he needs to do, then you, you know what I'm saying? You got something. And, uh, it's just, it's from, from top bottom to the top, you know, I think, uh, when you understand that everybody is important, like that's what Jimbo har- uh, harped on us, you know what I'm saying? He was just like, everybody's important, you know, from the guys that run scout team to the best player on the team, you know, he said, if you got a BMW and you pull the spark plug out of it, it's not going to run, just something that small, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's just really what it is. I see a lot of accountability, you know, Uh looks like a lot of accountability being taken amongst the players. Yeah, you know, uh, the coaches can never, the coaches, if the coaches ever lead the team, the team won't be good you know they'll be good but they won't be they won't reach their full potential you know uh we'll see though. Know, you know we'll see this saturday you know as if the progress is is you know uh what this guy's wanting to be you know because this will be a big win for the program and a big win for those guys you know and i think if they win this game they can they can roll through the rest of the schedule i
4: got one more question before I got one question. So,
2: okay. Wayland
5: Jack Wesley. Yeah.
4: So, so you, so you were you were on the podcast with James and, and Freddie, right? Yeah. So, it's it's a fourth and one at the at, at the one yard line. You yeah. got to get a touchdown to win. Who who's getting it between the three of you? Is it James? <laughs> you. Or Freddie. <laughs> oh, I, I
2: like me. I like me to I, 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 coach, I, I call my name. I'm going to go get it. <laughs> <laughs> All
3: right. <Okay>. Which <laughs> one of them is blocking for you? Yeah, which Who's one?
2: Blocking? <laughs> hey, I'll take either one. Both of them. <laughs> hey, both, yeah. uh, put one in, Put one on the, on the ball. Put one in the back, bro. Let's go.
4: <laughs> but uh, and, and then kind of a follow-up, you know, um, you know, I've always thought that confidence play, plays a, a big role, you know? 100%. Yeah. You know, so and we talk about FSU's won three in a row. Yeah. They're going into Clemson. Clemson's struggling this year. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, we quick. You know, talk about the impact of, of just having confidence in, in in your abilities, even if you know you may not be the you know the more talented team, top to bottom, but you may have that that confidence that that allows you to, you know, keep the dog in the fight. You know, talk a little bit about that.
2: See, this is this is this is, this is one thing about this team that I that I can see though. You know, because. I believe on your on your best days you you build confidence and you learn confidence. On your worst days, you learn persistence. You know what I'm saying? This team has been through their worst days. You know what I'm saying? Like with Jacksonville State, you know, so they in losing to Notre Dame, losing the way forward. so they're learning persistence to keep going. You know what I'm saying? And, and that show between North Carolina and you, uh, even the UMass win. You know what I'm saying? So with those wins, they're just building confidence. You know what I'm saying? So. It's the two things, confidence, persistence, you know, and like you just gotta know and you always can learn from learn something, you know what I'm saying? Because we all we all have good and bad days. You know what Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So on your bad days you just learn persistence and on your good days you learn your confidence. And when your confidence isn't when you got your confidence, you know what I'm saying, you in your groove and nothing can really throw you off, you know what I'm saying? And Confidence comes from knowing your knowing your, your responsibilities and knowing where to be, knowing where to line up, you know, and just doing the Go out there and execute. Every everything else is easy. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, I believe that too. I think there is some confidence building in that locker room yeah. right now, and wins help it for sure. But you know, it just seems like a whole the whole maturity phase of things is helping a lot and leaders no are growing. Well, let's do – you want to do a score prediction for Saturday? Now, Joe didn't (laughs) – Joe said, I don't know if he's keeping up with FSU. I don't know, but I got to tell Joe, Jack is watching every game. I think he's watching right now. Joe's watching right now. So, Joe, Jack is keeping up. So, that means we got to get a score prediction from you. I mean, we got to get something.
2: I definitely like an FSU win.
5: Oh, okay. Oh.
2: Listen, Uh. Clemson's been struggling to score this year. You
5: know?
2: I can see – I can see – I can see it being like a 28-17 Florida State game. I can see it being something like that. If Florida State defense comes to play, I know they're going to be able to, you know, capitalize on some opportunities uh, offensively. Clemson got some some guys on defense, but I think you know Jordan Travis, you know the running backs, you know they got some guys at receiver that can make plays. I think, I think twenty-eight, seventeen, somewhere in that ballpark, somewhere in that ballpark is that's that's, that's what that's going to be the score. That's
3: a decisive victory, in my opinion. Yeah. That's yeah. A big time North Valley.
2: Yeah, it's going to be somewhere in that ballpark.
4: Hey, w- w- when's the last time you saw Clemson eighty fourth in the country? Uh,
2: um,
4: running, running,
2: uh, and running the ball. Only
4: one hundred thirty two mm-hmm. yards a game running the ball. At Clemson. Man, they it's been some, a they, it's been a it's been a minute. You yeah, because
2: they they ain't got those guys anymore, man. They ain't nope. got they ain't got. I mean, they probably got some younger guys there. They got to yeah, they got to mm. get grown in and stuff, but. I mean, they had ETN. did they had Watson yeah. running the ball. Watson, you know? Boyd, they, all them. The ball, You know, so mm-hmm. Wayne Gallman. they had all those guys. But yeah. it's yeah. crazy. I mean, but, hey, no excuses. I don't care. Woo, I, don't, I, don't, I don't care how bad you is. You're you, 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 you playing Florida State. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Show up. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Absolutely, man. Jack, Wes, it's always a pleasure to have yeah. you on. I love being able to reconnect with you and get updates on how everything's going for you and – Definitely wish you the best. Stay healthy. We'll stay connected as always. Definitely appreciate you bringing in a lot of insight too on this. Seems to be a growing team in Florida State. Maybe a little turnaround happening in Tallahassee. So.
2: No doubt. No doubt. Appreciate you y'all's time.
5: Thank you, Jack. All right. See you. Have a great rest of your evening, man, and rest of the season. All right. Thanks, well, that was a great interview there from JP. He's always awesome. We had him on one time before, but great insight, and I thought he – Brought some great knowledge about what it's like to be in a locker room and that growing accountability as a team. That's why I wanted to ask him because he's been around some great leaders, some great playmakers and everything, and he's been around a successful team. But I wanted to see if he had any insight and thought he'd create some, some good points for sure.
3: Yeah, and I, I need him to start a, a motivational quotes book because, man, I was getting a fired <laughs> up over here. I was like, all right. I know. The chat he's, was he's loving it. Energy. It's, t- it's 930. I guess it's only 630 for him, but – I can't go to
5: bed now. You might write another article tonight. (laughs) Dang, look at that. You might be a better editor on our uh, podcast. Bad days
3: build persistence. Good (laughs) days build confidence, baby.
5: Yeah. Hey, put it. He does need to make a little book there. I love it. That was nice. I liked it. Yeah. Great great interview there from uh, JP. Appreciate Joe for hooking that one Uh, up. You're welcome for the question. 49ers. (laughs)
1: That was a good question. You, you know, Nate's got to get his credit. <laughs> you know,
5: Nate's got to get his credit. Uh, Austin, run us through the last little bit of basketball here, and then we'll jump into a fat part of this Clemson preview. I forget yeah, we so, so we were
0: talking about Chandler Jackson. the The third guy that was on the visit was Ala Etienne Butieb. I, I pray I'm announcing that right.
5: Better. I, better than I'll, I'll
0: learn by the time he's on campus.
3: Let me try. Um,
5: Oh, yeah, you right. go. Dustin. Go you say. It. Uh,
3: no, no, I'll say go ahead. Allah Adin Boutayeb.
0: I, I think we're all in the same realm. Um, yeah. He's he's a Moroccan big man that's currently playing in France. Skilled, of to big. He, he should be coming to Florida State. He would have committed on Monday, but he's, he's still trying to figure out some paperwork. Um, I fully expect him to, to commit to Florida State, hopefully sometime in the next week. And then that'll be the second time this the season where every guy that came on a visit committed the like when they all came together because first it was tom house and deonta green now you're looking at jeremiah memory already committed you got channel jackson probably coming friday and then and then Butia sometime next week hopefully
3: yeah so jackson jackson was a guy that you weren't too confident on maybe coming into the visit but it seems like the florida state staff you know once again they blew they blew a visit out of the water <laughs>
0: Once, once I saw he brought nine family members to the visit, I'm like, okay, he's <laughs> coming to Florida State because <laughs> no one brings nine family members to visit. Usually you see like a mom, a dad, and a, and a sibling. You don't see the entire extended family, uncles, cousins showing up. It, it was cool to see, honestly. I, I'm glad they had a good time. and I'm, I'm really looking, to, looking forward to his announcement for, Friday. So, so uh,
4: you know, I, I think you said, what, two weeks ago, you know, Florida State, you know, recruited a lot of these big, big-time guys. You know, they thought they were—they had a chance at some of these five-star, you know, whatever you want to call them. Um, h- how do you feel now about where Florida State's at recruiting-wise? You know, some of them uh-huh. a little bit less known, whatever, but you know, you can't—you can't doubt you know this staff's ability to kind of scout to to scout and, and most it, importantly develop. And, and I mean, they, yeah, they didn't know how yeah.
0: to develop guys, just mm-hmm. to turn them into NBA guys. And we, we've seen it with five stars like Patrick Williams. We've seen it with three stars like Devin Vassell, they know how to turn these guys out
1: mm-hmm.
0: and put them in fact, basically a factory now of just making them athletic, making them three-point shooters, how to mm-hmm. play the game of basketball correctly and know how to play
4: a role because that's so big in the NBA these days. Um,
0: I, two, I don't follow ago, basketball
4: recruiting too much, but it's like they – sorry to cut you off, but they, it's like they have a mold and they do a yeah. great job of, of like finding the next guy and there's really not a ton of drop-off while, while they're starting to bring in these – cleveland's and warley's and even back to the bacons and man's you know yeah and, and part of it's just like like with
0: point guard you're kind of seeing it with with how they recruited the last few years they want the next trent forrest because trent mm-hmm. forrest was just so impactful for this program they bring in a guy like Jalen Worley, who's you know six five athletic plays the game at his own pace gonna bring in a guy like chandler jackson six four combo guard which is what trent was listed as coming out of high school plays the game at his own pace super great kid super hard work ethic Jeremiah Bembry, 6'6", six, six point guard. Like You're seeing this just over and over and over. They're, they consider themselves Big Guard University for for a reason. These guys are just – they want these bigger guards that – they're going to give you hell 94 feet up and down the court all game mm-hmm. long. And, and to your point, but like two weeks ago, it, things were looking dire. You, you know, Julian Phillips commits to LSU. You would already lost Jason Gorman to Overtime Elite. Dylan Mitchell had start, started leading to Texas, which he ended up coming into Texas this week. Th- things were looking pretty rough, but but to recover with getting Chandler Jackson and Jeremiah Bember at the point is th- that really sets up your point guard room for the next three years. Mm-hmm. At bare, bare minimum, along with Jalen Worley. You, you get two really talented bigs in Cameron Corrin and, and Boutieb. Tom House is a very skilled shooter. We'll see what he develops into. And then Deontay Green is just this hybrid forward role that can, play the three or the four, hit the three, play, score from all three levels. I, I think they still got to get a wing. It's got to be a, tra- a transfer. The fact that they're bringing in six freshmen essentially is mind-blowing. So ne- next mm-hmm. year might be a, a little rough trying to break in all of these new guys, but they, they'd give themselves at the very least a baseline to, to have a very successful 2024, 2025. Because some of these guys are really, really talented. They, they just got to get coached right. up a little bit. Dang.
5: And then Florida oh, State, sorry, my cat is just attacking me everywhere, like just getting in front of the camera. I um, can't type anything whatsoever. She's licking my hand while I'm using the mouse. I'm just over here just getting battered right here. But I'm staying in it. I'm confident. I just got all the hype from Jake, Jack West Patrick. I'm focused and I'm keyed in. Uh, Fort State does have an exhibition game, though, tomorrow. They're ABC? on the court
0: tomorrow against Mississippi College. I can't wait. I don't even know if I'm going to be able to watch. Um, cause I, I don't know if they're, they're going to stream it. I don't know if it'll be on any networks after, but I, I'm so desperate for basketball. Probably not. Mm-hmm. I, I doubt it. That's um, why I'm you hoping... get in the
5: Discord. You get the inside scoop from uh from I'm, hoping VZ, Dustin, I'm hoping Dustin will be at the game.
0: So,
1: so at least somebody
0: has an idea.
3: <laughs> uh, it's free. Like, uh, wow. Come on, Dustin. What'd you say? Wow, you live in Tallahassee, Logan? <laughs>
0: Yeah, but he doesn't know the difference between Jalen Roy, and Royley, Matthew Cleveland. So,
5: what? Yes, I do, clown. Of course I do. Come on now. Damn. Jesus. And I love Michael here. We're still a football school, right? But really excited for basketball.
3: If oh. I get an extra nap in tomorrow, I might make my way out there for a half. But
5: Crazy. get your nap in. Oh, my God. You want Dude, me to go Please take care hand? of your son. Jesus. It's two hours.
0: Are you 12? Is it the fiance? Is <laughs> she telling you <laughs> you can't go? No, I'm just. Come on from work. Bro.
4: Drink some warm or milk, take a nap. <laughs> drink, drink some hot tea. Chamomile tonight, you know. Get some rest. Get up. You know. Did you say chamomile? Yeah. No chamomile. It's a spice, dude. It's it's. Know. You know, get, get some hot tea. Get some rest, so you can go watch one half of basketball. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just I'm excited to see these. Hopefully, hopefully that's the all. Hopefully time. that's all you would need it, versus Mississippi College. In the, in the, unless they take it deep into the second half, then you know awesome Austin, Austin might be on, on watch. I ain't and staying
3: to watch all the walk ons play. I'm just saying.
4: You're telling me you
0: don't want to see Harrison Prieto play? I'm offended.
5: <laughs> don't say anything, you probably listens to this. I appreciate his weather forecasting.
0: That's crazy. Harry, you're my guy.
3: Oh my god. Sure,
0: i stand up for you. It Any may just lap- be me. It may just be me. Also, shout out to former walk-on Will Miles.
5: It's his birthday today, so shout out, Will shout Miles. out, shout out you, shout out. Hit five stars I'm, on. We're going to we're going
0: to give it on pod this week. That's one of the funniest dudes I've ever met. That's
5: right. We're going to do a full on breakdown of the season. Don't worry about that. VZ's looking lining up the guests. Let, let me know when you're A-list. ready. I got, I got only all A-list.
4: the knowledge. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah. Um, but yeah, let's jump in. Are we are we wrapped up on basketball? Because the people are itching. The chat is like. Asking I mean, eighty questions well, about this Clemson game. Go real quick, we
0: mentioned Scotty Barnes just absolutely torching the NBA so far. Yeah, um, he killed us, double, bro. He killed us. Put up a That's double a little... double. <laughs> and let's let's talk twenty five points and thirteen boards right. in his second game. Woo.
5: Are we not going to reminisce D- about what Dustin hey. said a couple months ago about yeah, Scotty
4: Barnes? Did, did you say that he's going to be a bust and you hope Boston doesn't take him or something like that?
3: Hey, he's having he's having a great start to the season. Still needs to he's get this. that three pointer, hey, right? Look, I need to bring that night. back up.
4: I need you to find that and cut that in the podcast. What bring it up. He's having a great start it, of yeah. the season. He's I'll proving I'll the doubters wrong right now. But, he, hey, we're four, like the, we're four games in, game. in,
3: baby. We got he's 78 playing, to go. So, let's he, let's see how this goes. Let's not just anoint him the savior just yet. He was taking Pat to school. You saw that spin move that he put on Pat? I mean – the thing that's blown me away the most is his mid-range jumper. I mean, I really only watch Celtics game, but he's he's hitting everything. He's shooting his jumper with a lot more confidence it's a lot than faster he had at too. Florida State. It's so much yeah. more sped
0: up. It's not as long. It's not as big of a windup. It's it's smooth and confident. I, I love it. It's you so, can tell so he put, put some
3: serious time into it because that was a deficiency of his game at FSU.
0: And there's a lot of NBA people I that follow that, that say he has Giannis strides. Like he just has these long strides where he takes just four steps from half court to the basket.
3: Mm-hmm. I could see yeah. it. I mean, the spin move was like from right at the free throw it's line. Free throw line. Them, like, <laughs> it mm. was
0: it was disgusting. I know Pat just turned around. And went, Man, what? Like you, just- <laughs> it, it was one of those. Terrence Mann's off to a great start. He had that really nice step back two nights ago, where he, he made us a little go back to North Carolina. Nice. Um, so just a disgusting step back, and then Denver themselves off to a really hot start as well he had 19 points in his first game, had had a couple big plays against the Lakers the other night. NBA and O's doing their thing.
5: Love it. Love it. Both NFL and NBA. It's crazy. I mean, man, every night there's something going on with an NFL player. So it's really fun to cover for sure on our side of things. Or NBA. And NBA. Well, NFL, NBA. I was like everywhere, every sport. Only sport uh, that
4: matters is football. So let's get into this. I let's mean, this. Yeah. let's, let's, let's we're, get into we're, we're,
5: two, we're two weeks from basketball season. Two today. Whoa. Two weeks. It,
4: it's so. crazy. It's, getting, <laughs> it's coming quickly.
5: Yeah, we ready, Nate, to get into some football talk. Florida yeah,
4: State. It's Florida. It's getting the fight. my hype. Time. I'm
5: getting the hype going here, and you just cut me down.
4: Florida State is gonna much.
5: be. God dang it! I was going again. <laughs> <laughs> dang it (laughs) Florida State's taking on the Clemson Tigers on Saturday primetime ESPN 330 Florida State's gonna be facing Dabo Sweeney after some interesting comments made by Dabo Sweeney this last year after supposedly Florida State sissied out of the game per Dabo Sweeney and Clemson Mm -hmm. because Florida State had to follow COVID protocol and actually care about their players but Florida State it's looking to go on a four game winning streak with the win and death Valley. This upcoming weekend practice this week was great. I think Mike Nobel was pleased overall with it. Really competitive, really chippy, really physical. And, you know, right now, I think a lot of people are feeling optimistic about this game because for uh, because Clemson's vulnerable. You know, I think the main worrisome is maybe Clemson's defense, but other than that, you know, just really going to depend for the state's running game and everything about that nature. But first thoughts about heading into this game, gentlemen, I know you guys have done a lot of researching and doing y'all's homework on this one. This is always the big game of the year. And right now we never would have said this before than the preseason, but Florida state has a chance to go up to death Valley and upset the Tigers.
0: First things first, Clemson sucks, especially offensively. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're just, they're not
5: good. They, they have, they, they've had two
0: games where they put up more than 20 points. And those two games were against South Carolina State and an overtime loss against NC State when they scored 21. So, congratulations on that. They're just, they're struggling offensively. They're top 30 in total penalties. They're, like Nate mentioned with, with, with JP, they're really struggling to run the ball. DJ Ukulele's only completed 55% of his passes. And they're, they're just struggling on the offensive side of the thing. If it wasn't for the
3: just phenomenal defense, I mean, they'd be what? two and five yeah. and in my opinion you know these are two teams at this point of the season that are trending in opposite directions you know you look at florida state three straight wins coming into this contest a, a lot of confidence from the seminoles for clemson just two and two in your last four your offense has been pathetic all season you haven't been able to throw the ball despite all the talent out at wide receiver you haven't been able to run the ball The defense has still been pretty solid, but I think they showed some warts last week against Pittsburgh that Florida State can take advantage of. And, I mean, they're also a really banged-up football team. They've had 19 players miss at least two games this season, 10 players out for the year currently, including a couple more that got hurt against Pittsburgh. One, a starting offensive lineman, I believe a starting tight end went out as well, Mm -hmm. and their leading rusher isn't going to be – available for this game. So a lot of the chips are kind of starting to shift in fo- into uh, Florida State's favor because, you know, the Seminoles were banged up back in September. But I would say right now, coming out of the bye week and that game against UMass, they're probably as healthy as they've been all season.
4: Uh, I, I want to start my Clemson preview with a, a shout-out to, uh, to uh, Tiger Net. I took I have a screenshot. I've been waiting for this. one shots at another too. outlet? I, I think they listened to the podcast because this guy, um his preview his preseason preview of the game said that the game is soup will be so bad that he doubted Mike Norvell would be able to, to make it to the to the fifty yard line for a postgame handshake. His expectation was DJ Ugalele, however you say his name, by this it's point in the season when it would have the offense and cruise control would with three defined running backs, and that he thought that this game would be a crazy stat line. His projection for this game was 73 to 21. Are you sure? So yeah. What? There's yeah. no shot. So, nah. yeah, no. no.
5: It, did he really?
4: Yeah.
0: Do see the or was this three years
4: ago? This is preseason. Okay. This wasn't recently. Okay. So, Listen, so was 73 to 21. So, I don't even know if Clemson scores 73 points all season yet. You know, take away the 49 they had against South Carolina State. And this is an offense that's been flat horrible. You know, they're scoring eight points a game in the first half, which is 119th in the country. Um, They're scoring um, six points in the second half, which is 124th in the country. So, it's not like they get better as the game goes on, they get worse as the game goes on. You know, as I said earlier, you know, I I can't recall over Dabo's uh, time at Clemson that the running game has been as horrible as they had. Um, yeah, Pace is out; he's at what COVID. Uh, Shipley, who you know, five-star recruit, he's been banged up all year. He's playing injured. You know, you have a quarterback who doesn't run; it doesn't fit his style. And if you look at the, you know. What's his face? You know, Trevor Lawrence, Taj Boyd, Watson, even um, the guy Bryant—all guys that could run and, and open up that offense. And, and now, mm-hmm. you know, I think that hit a, a lot of worth that that Clemson had w- with their with the run game. You know, they really haven't had a a true number one guy. You know, they have had NTN, and then maybe Gallman you could put there, but you know, I I think NTN – the is way more of a miss than than what you have with uh, Trevor Lawrence. I, I think that is killing them more than anything this year. But you know, you know, Clemson's offense is is horrible. Uh, you know, w- one thing I've been tweeting about all week is that I think Florida State fans are afraid to say that FSU can win this game because of what happened earlier in the year. This is a completely different team. This isn't the Clemson team that played Georgia. It's a, it's a com-
5: and he's up. And it always happens at the perfect timing. Whenever he's going so, on, to his, to his point.
0: Out, to his point if, you, if you take out their their forty plus point win against South Carolina State, they're only averaging fifteen points a game total. Sorry, it's not a good
2: offense. Sorry, I,
4: I, I hit the leave button. My bad. Um,
5: <laughs> You're just out of here. You're yeah, having a great sermon it. there.
4: No, but um, you know this isn't a great Clemson team, and I think Florida State fans are afraid to say that. You know, this is a a team that can be beat. You know, they didn't look great against NC State. They did not look, yeah, they they beat Georgia Tech 14 to eight. You know, they barely beat Syracuse. They looked out match against Pitt. Yeah, Pitt's having a really good season, especially offensively. But, you know, I I can't see coming into this game where Clemson is that much better than FSU right now. I can't see it.
0: Florida State's going to have to create something on defense or on special teams. Mm-hmm. just because Cle- while Clemson's been struggling, their defense is still really good. Yes. And we- we've, see- we've seen them just be able to shut down drives. Yeah, outside of the pick game, where where pick is just having a phenomenal season, you can't really follow mm-hmm. Clemson's defense. But outside of that, I mean, they held they Georgia to 10 points. And ever since then, Georgia's just looked unreal. It- it's still really talented. But it's not really the same defense. team. It's not the same team. But, but Florida State's still going to have to create something on defense to to get them in, in good field position. Correct. Maybe it's a long, long punt return, long kick return, but they're going to have to do something on defense. Force a will get a
4: pick, do something to, to yes. give your offense a chance to get some points. This is a game where tra- Travis is going to have to hit those deep shots. He's going to have to. He's going to have to stay in the pocket, you know. Look downfield, you know. Clemson is only, I think, getting you know three sacks a game. You know, they're they're not that much better. I think they're sixty eighth in sack rate. FSU 67 so You know there's not much difference There you know FSU's pass Defense is a little bit better than Clemson uh, You know Season to date the big difference Is the running game but you look at Clemson like I said in the In our uh, production meeting you know They're giving up five yards of rush on first Down and you know, that's a that's a big opportunity For Florida State to Stay ahead of the chains and and, and Not have to be so dependent on, on The big play if they could just you know, wear down a team that is banged up, but yes, they will have to hit some chunk plays through the air, and they will still have to play a clean game. You know, FSU FSU is not good enough to have 100 yards and penalties and two turnovers, and and when they got to still play clean.
5: Yeah, it's nothing too fantastic or monumental, but it was announced. Uh, from Dabo Sweeney, that Kobe Pace is in COVID protocols. So they're leading mm-hmm. rusher. Clemson's leading rusher will not be uh, able to play on Saturday against uh, Florida State. Not that he's had anything too crazy of uh, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like I mentioned, only 327 yards on the season, averaging about five and a half yep. yards and, per and carry, only three been touchdowns. Too. Yeah, a little dinged up uh, two over here. But that offense, I mean, it, it is atrocious.
3: Yeah, and I, I think – you know, this one's really going to come down, in my opinion, to who makes less mistakes on mm-hmm. offense. You know, you look at Florida State. On offensively, you've turned the ball over one time in your last three games. You haven't killed yourself with penalties. You're going to have to do that again in Death Valley. And I really feel like the first team that hits 20 points wins this game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't. Think it, I don't think a team hits 20 points. No. <laughs> I just I, I will get to score predictions later. I just don't think. It, I don't think a team gets there. You, you, Florida, you all, Florida State's gonna have to be like they're gonna have to create plays like they did yeah. against UNC, where they're they're sucking down the the defensive backs to, to get those play actions over the top. It's gonna you have know, to be things like that to get those chunk yards. chunk you yards you,
4: plays. Y'all you realize FSU is 27th in the country now, putting all after that really horrible start, which is the exact opposite of Clemson. It's 100, 112. So not only is Clemson, you know, struggling, but they're also just Self inflicted wounds. So well, looking back, at, you'd love to see it.
5: <laughs> they could have been really, um, last weekend against UMass, they could have been really just out of it and could have caused, could have caused a lot of uh, penalties on themselves for the state. Mm-hmm. But they didn't. Only allowed, only had three penalties in that game. They could have acted the fool and played around and stuff, but they'd stayed checked in and didn't cause any penalties, and that's been huge. They've been on a trend. They've been on a trend with that for the last couple of weeks, and that's helped them sustain drives. I mean, the the drives that Florida State is having, that's something Norvell talked about after the North Carolina game. He said, we were just able to sustain drives that entire game and stay on the field, and that helped the defense so much, so much, getting rest, and, you know, I, I think it's a good point there, Nate talking about that, you know, Jordan Travis is going to have to hit these long sh- shots because I think they're going to be available. I do mm-hmm. think that, you know, this team is dinged up a little bit. They do have, they do have playmakers. Yes, but still defensively. I know that was the first instinct going into this game this over this last week. And was like, all right, so how good it really is Clemson's defense, but there's a, some spots there that are vulnerable that Florida state can take advantage of. And one of them is just gonna have to be those one-on-one shots with Jordan Travis. Mm-hmm. And there's been attempts, there's been connections, but it's just been inconsistent at times. Um, but because we know the running game, we we feel, I think we all here feel pretty confident. Florida State is going to run the ball pretty well. Um, but there's gonna be some times we're gonna have to extend, you know, against defense or against Clemson's defense and and get after their DBs a few times. Maybe not. I mean, then you got, you know, Cameron McDonald, who's been in clicking lately right now. I mean, yep. and Toa Philly seems to be in kind of in a groove where you could throw, throw him and dump off some passes to him if mm-hmm. you can get him out in space. That's something that Norvell and Dillingham, since the North Carolina game, they've been calling some really pretty uh, game plans for getting guys in space.
4: I swear, though, if, if a Florida State punt returner catches a punt inside the five-yard line, I, I, I might send <laughs> my, my phone to the TV. Because <laughs> this is a game they can't do that. You know? Yeah. They no. they can't you know you you, you could do that against UMass and I, I, I kind of mentioned that in the three out three down was you know the, the the constant catching of the punts inside the five yard line, which is just completely. I just don't understand that. No, I, that I can't I, happen. I, I I I cannot believe that their coach <laughs> to catch that ball. That's just lack of awareness.
3: Yeah, and I mean, which is you probably you saw,
4: which is probably why you, it's why you saw him off of that uh, depth chart this week as a punt returner. You know, it, it's Helton and Chasan Ward.
3: He's been doing it all season.
1: Hmm.
5: Yeah, this it doesn't. it's not the special team. The return game.
3: Looking, the return game in general. I mean, punt and kickoff return. It's it's been mostly pathetic so far. I mean, you've got guys back there that you would think. Have the athleticism and the experience, especially in a guy like Keyshawn Hilton's part, to make those plays, to have the awareness, to know when to field a, field a punt or let it go, to know when to bring a kickoff out or let it go. Just haven't seen it. You know, it's, it's not your typical Mike Norvell team where there's a lot of emphasis on the performance of the special teams, at least the return game. Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, yeah, I the got an question. answer for Nick.
5: <clears throat> yeah, Nick's question asked, what's the biggest key area we need to succeed in to get the dub in Death Valley? Go ahead, Nate.
4: Uh, you look at NC State and Pitt, they they were able to just closely, close to say dominate them throwing the ball. You know, Florida State's not nearly as efficient throwing the ball. You know, Pickett's having a great season. Um, even, you know, Leary played a hell of a game against Clemson. You know it, He he had four touchdown passes, you know, no no interceptions. You know, Florida State's going to have to throw the ball. You know, they're going to have to – yeah, Travis has been efficient, you know, last couple weeks, you know, 10 of 14, 11 of 13. He's going to have to be, I think, like 14 out of 20, 15 out of 22. You know, he's going to have to throw the ball more and and stretch the field to keep Clemson from trying to stack the box, which is – it's just my feeling of what they're going to try to do So they're going to, they're going to have to throw the ball.
0: And to, and to Nate's point, Clemson's four and zero when the opposing team is 61% completion percentage or lower. And zero and three when they're higher than 61%. So it's not just throwing the ball. He's got to be efficient with it and, and no shooting yourself in the foot. We've already talked about a little bit, but if they come out, have two turnovers, eight penalties, there's just no way you're going to go into the Valley and win a game. Got to play clean. Got to get these easy looks for Jordan Travis in the offense, and hopefully the receivers make some plays because there's still some really talented DBs.
4: I've yeah, been saying like comes... I've been saying that for a minute, Bobby. Uh, Toa Philly was mm. really good in high school as a punt returner, kick returner. I don't understand, you know, I don't understand why he hasn't been back there. Sorry, Justin.
3: I was just saying, you know, to get that passing game opened up. You're going to need to run the ball early and often like you did against North Carolina, mm-hmm. draw the defense in, and then go to the play action pass, get Jordan Travis out of the pocket, let him make the decision whether to tuck and run or, or make that throw downfield like we saw time and time again against North Carolina. And, you know, like like you said, Nate, I think probably 15 to 20 passing attempts with 40-ish runs, a heavy lean on the running game, but you still implement the pass Hopefully, hit a couple deep shots. That should be enough to beat this defense, as long as mm. Florida State's own defense can continue to hold Clemson and not let them get over twenty-one.
5: Absolutely. I'm gonna jump in here real quick before we move on to the rest of this preview and score predictions. If you guys haven't yet, make sure you guys are texting us here. Our number eight five zero six one six eight six six one. We're giving you guys latest news uh breaking news recruiting news basketball stuff too starting to fly through there to your y'all's phone so it's kind of like an email newsletter but it just goes to your phone it's actually me texting you straight here and maybe soon we'll have some of the guys get on there i'm i'd be kind of worried about nate texting some of y'all to be honest so we'll, we'll see but if you want to text nate then text that number right there 850-616-8661, <laughs> and just say i'm asking for nate and if we get five people to text me and say i want nate I want to talk to Nate, then we'll get Nate on the line and he'll just start texting people, which is extremely scary to think of.
3: We can barely get Nate in the Google
5: Doc. Ain't no way we're getting him on that.
4: <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll jump on text.
5: He'll figure it out.
4: He'll figure I'll, it out. I'll give two two dams about a Google Doc. I just, I'm just <laughs> flowing, man. This is We're flowing right now
5: text it's text it's easy peasy so yeah definitely yeah. text us for updates like i said you're texting us you're not texting some stupid bot or anything so yeah text the number 850-616-8661 and i will go ahead and say we are giving away five shirts too of no game day shirts so you see the one that nate's got on there that he's repping I also got the white the white one the white one i love the most nice and clean uh, And austin and dustin just don't wear any kind of no game day gear ever so i like um, to say neutral Got he got got the, he's got right the here. sticker. Got the sticker. Stay neutral. Yeah, he's a journalist, so Dustin can't I, even grab his own site. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of
4: with Austin, though, man. It's time to <laughs> up the game a little bit and get some polos, you know?
5: Yeah, we do got to get yeah, polos. You know? Now they we in the press box.
4: It'd be so good. I'm going to the press box
0: this weekend. You know how official it'd be to walk in Death Valley with with an old game day polo on. But no, I gotta yeah. wear a black Nike polo. I'm worried
5: that you won't even wear it. I give him all wear. this stuff. He'd rather wear shoes. These all these flashy shoes, Nate. And I'll
0: get get ready for the shoe game Saturday. I'm going crazy. Oh damn, he's gonna <laughs> okay. be popping in the I'm press. I'm going crazy. Box.
5: <laughs> it'll be a lot better than what Dustin wears. I'll tell you that for damn sure.
0: It, it, it's Dustin's gray sneakers? Because that's all he wears is gray.
5: I was wearing black sneakers.
0: Hey, it's a different color. I'll give you that. <laughs>
5: oh, still very bland. But yeah, Texas, hang out with us. Like I said, I had a lot of y'all text last weekend. So it was good to kind of shoot the stuff with you guys. Um, what about uh, who's going to have to have the biggest game for Florida State? Offensively and defensively. You know, this is always a generic kind of question, but I think it's pretty good. I mean, F it. It's Clemson week. Who has to have the biggest game defensively and offensively? Who's it going to be? Who's who's and, it gotta be?
4: Andrew Parchment. He got he's gotta stretch the field. No, for real. Like, you know. Oh, you're being serious. Seems, <laughs> I'm being serious. You know, he seems to be the guy that even last week there no, trying to trying to target deep, you know? I, I mean someone's so got to Parchment
5: ste- over Helton, Ontario, <laughs> McLean. Yeah.
4: Yeah, man. You know. It's you asked me my question, so <laughs> you, you didn't say out of these two.
1: So, I mean, I, th- I yeah. think, I think
4: offense, it's obviously, it's, it's got to be Travis.
0: You know, yeah. If he's, if he's not creating plays through the air, it's going to be really tough to be Clemson. I mean, we obviously expect him to create on the ground, but he's got to create through the air as well.
5: Defense.
3: I'm going to say the, at least for offense, I'm going to go with the offensive line, you know, just to hopefully have everybody back healthy in that lineup in a loud environment. You're going to need, you know, few. Any few to any pre-snap penalties, few penalties overall. You're gonna need good protection on Travis against a defense that's probably gonna try and bring a lot of pressure against that Florida State running attack. So, gonna need a solid performance out of all five of them.
4: Uh, I, I, I think defensively, I I, I want to see, I, I want to see Jermaine Johnson get after DJ. Um, You know, I, I think they're gonna have to kind of, you know. The, the, the pressure's kind of falling off the last couple of weeks. I like to see, you know, FSU put Clemson in, in situations where they're behind the chains on, on, on a frequent basis because you know, the numbers are what they are. You know, the, the numbers don't lie. You know, this isn't you know, this isn't Clemson that's had a one bad game. You know, we're we're at past the midway point of the season. Clemson's offense is what it is. So if you can put them in you know, the second, third third and longs, you know, putting pressure on DJ, you know, I, I, I think that, you know, that's going to bode very well for the defense.
0: Yeah, there's a, there's a couple South Carolina guys that probably want to make a point and say, hey, I, I haven't beaten Clemson in my life, and Kira Thomas and mm-hmm. Jamie. I'd like to see them go out and make some plays defensively. i like to see Jamie. Jamie Robinson's been really good since he moved back to safety. He fits mm-hmm. that much better than he does a slot corner. I'd like to see him make some plays back there.
5: Mm-hmm. Got an I, interception I, last
4: week. I I don't... One part I'm not necessarily really comfortable with right now, I know they've been playing a lot better, is, you know, I I know that the offense for Clemson hasn't been great. You know, they do have some big wide receivers. And you look at, you know, Florida State's DBs. You know, you got Knowles, you know, who's playing really well. Um, you know, Still you, you have... You know, you have Brownlee, who, you know, is super physical, but... You, know, you have guys on, on Clemson who are 6'4 6'5, you know, f- physical mismatches. So, you know, I uh, uh, you know, they're gonna have to play well, you know, in, in the passing game, too. That's why I really want to see you know Johnson and that defensive line really get after DJ and put a lot of pressure on him. Mm-hmm.
2: For yeah. for a guy
4: is as big as he is, he doesn't like to get hit. Yeah, you know, you know, for you know, a guy, especially kind of rattles him a tad. Uh, yeah, a, a physical quarterback, 6'5, 230, 240. I would expect him to be kind of like that, you know, almost like that Big Ben kind of quarterback to stay in the pocket and be able to absorb some of that punishment. And he's not.
5: Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people are like Big Ben. Actually, and and,
4: no- and uh, I'm, 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 you know, I don't want to shit any ill will on, on anyone, but uh, it, it's oh. good to see that that, that Clemson has some. Some negative play at quarterback, finally. Yeah. No, it, mm-hmm. Finally.
3: Finally. <laughs> yeah. Nah. It like took seven years.
5: Longer mm-hmm.
4: yeah. than that, really, if you go back to Taj Boyd. It has been since, like, 2011. Mm-hmm. Really.
5: Deerfield saying that he'd love to see a little freshman. This would be a big-time stage for him. But mm-hmm. Malik McLean has had a great season so far, but he says he'd love to see Malik McLean ball out. On Clemson, I think this is a pretty good matchup for Malik McLean. I mean, as the biggest wide receiver in the room, along with Portier, You're going to see a lot more number 11 than 88, but McLean has got about the same size as a true freshman coming in. and I think McLean might have a pretty decent game just because of the matchup that he's working with. We'll see. Interested to see. I think tight ends are going to be used a lot this upcoming weekend, too. If things are working, keep an eye out. Keep an eye out on the eighty-seven. Um, And four, we'll see. I got this sneaky gut feeling that Keyshawn Helton is going to
3: have a great game on Saturday. I don't know why. Mm. I don't know if you guys remember. This is the first time that Helton is going to play in Death Valley since that injury he suffered in, I think it was 2019, the season ending,
5: the injury. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's good worth noting there. So he's looking maybe for some revenge there. Revenge and Death Valley. Before we move into the score predictions, I also want to show some love to our friends over there at Hobbit. Just got done talking to them just a little bit ago today. And they're still they're crazy, crazy busy. Also want to note, too, that they are hiring. So if any of you need young people or anybody that are interested in getting some extra pay out there, they're actually hiring right now. They have two locations in Tallahassee. You can just Google Hobbit here in Tallahassee. Uh, but other than that, you know, they're also got the best wings of town. Bone-in bone wings are the best. You know, I can't You almost said boneless. I almost did. It almost came out of my the, mouth. The,
4: the truth will <laughs> set you free. No, it won't. The truth no, will set you free.
5: No, 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 no. If you eat boneless, then you'll look like Nate. And I don't know.
4: A Greek god. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Tell you what, I had some Hobbit uh, after the game, after we covered the game on Saturday... Man, it was perfect. Just sit back, have some wings, some fries, watch some football.
5: Nothing better on a Saturday night. No, I know a lot of people in the press box are saying they're going to go snag some hobbit afterwards, and you know maybe they look maybe, at it and see him. What were we going to do? to people in the press Jeez, well, now Dustin yeah. Lewis is threatening people in the press box. So let's get that out there.
4: I like, I like the energy, yeah. man. Keep it going. Yeah.
5: <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh man um but yeah no go show some love to hobbit we love them go help a local place here in town too. still some places struggling after covid so go show some love to them phenomenal the flavors that you're gonna get on wings are the best ask for extra wet extra crispy if you like those kind of wings are the best uh carolina gold what carolina flavor did gold you get dilo carolina gold carolina gold and teriyaki half and half oh beautiful how many did you get 15 okay okay
4: that's beautiful. Good. teriyaki dude what's wrong with you man half
5: and half bro <laughs> uh let's do one more thing and then we'll get into score predictions because we got to give some love to another sponsor before we get into score predictions uh anyone got a question in the chat that we can go over here or anybody want to bring up something before heading into this score prediction anything been on y'all's mind anything y'all Johnny's saying that Wyatt Rector is going to have a sneaky tight end slash fullback touchdown this Saturday. That would be sneaky. That would be very sneaky if that were to happen. Deerfield Knowles saying that maybe the special teams will get going this upcoming weekend.
0: And maybe I'll take Carrie Underwood.
5: Yeah. The punning unit will look good. Hopefully not. Why do you right. say that? Oh, <laughs> it just that like there was something coming out of there. Mm-hmm. Uh, here we go. There's a good question we get because uh, these guys I can I'm trying to like find something to be able to transition score predictions. Uh, Kobe's saying quarterback next season, who's, who's it going to be? Straight
4: too early there. to tell. Too early, too time, early too late, too late to tell. We still
5: got five games left. Let's worry about that later. We got to get better questions here. Corey's not even a question, but saying Corey Rands with a kick return touchdown this upcoming weekend.
1: What'd you say? <laughs> what? Hell no.
5: <laughs> oh man. Heavy saying take the under.
4: <laughs> yes, take the under. Any, anyone who bests it over is a fool.
5: They, <laughs> I'd say Colson's saying D lineman gets an interception. Who would it be, gentlemen? Who would get the interception?
4: Kier Thomas. Kier. He's almost had two, two. Robert Cooper, baby.
0: Okay, Cooper? that'd be a sight.
4: Oh yeah, big, <laughs> big Cooper big, takes it to the crib. Big boy touchdown.
5: Cooper, what do you say, BZ? I, I said Kushnie, just because he's so athletic, comes off the edge. Mm, I gotta see more PT for Kushnie in order for me to say so, that.
4: So, so if, if Cooper picked it off at the fifty, how long would it take him to get to the end zone?
0: What What, what do we think he runs? A <laughs> five four forty.
5: Five four. That's nice.
0: I feel like he's fairly athletic for his size.
5: He's gotten faster. He ran. Was say, it,
0: would, it would probably take him like eight seconds. Seven, Damn. eight seconds.
5: Seven From the okay.
0: 50? <laughs> Could, no, because you have to give him a guess. He, he has to get the interception. You know, He has to gather himself, find which way to run, and then run. It's not like he's a yep. natural runner.
5: I like, these, I like these quick questions right here. All right, real quick, we'll run through these quickly, and then we'll get into score predictions. Uh, prediction: Who is cutting off the turf? Cutting the turf off the field. This is ha- this has to be Florida State's biggest playmaker on Saturday night. Who's it going to be? Who's going to be I'm, cutting that grass?
4: Defensive, defensive player, Corbin. Deshaun Corbin.
5: Corbin. Jermaine Johnson. Jermaine. I'm, go- I'm going. I'm going Robinson. Three sacks. Jamie. Dang, Austin's on the jammy. Austin's. I'm on, on the jammy
0: train. I was off early, but I'm back on. We're good.
5: Austin's on the jammy, and then I'm looking at Dustin. He's on the, on the uh, Keyshawn Helton right now. He's feeling key. I said Jermaine
2: Johnson.
5: <laughs> no, but I was saying earlier, you said, wait, how are you going to pick Jermaine? But you just said, oh, I think Keyshawn Helton's going to have a break.
3: I said the, cut, the, ter- the The question we're answering, the turf question.
5: Oh, God. Geez. I said Jermaine Johnson's going to cut the turf.
3: All uh, right, let's move to
4: predictions.
5: Carol,
3: now we got to
4: answer Carol.
5: Carol's always in here. Carol loves you, yeah. Nate, and she asks who scores the most touchdowns. Jordan Travis, because that's a Jordan new Travis. Deshaun Corbin.
0: I think there's only be one touchdown scored. So,
5: damn. Okay, I think there's well, been a here. lot of field goals. Wow. Oh, damn. Okay, now I know. All right, let's jump into some Florida State versus Clemson score predictions. Before we do that, let's give a shout out to our friends over there at Celsius. I've always got one on me. I've drinking like five this week, getting up early. I'm still practices. waiting for my shipment. God. You got your shirts. You know it takes about two more months for me to ship anything else. So just wait till about January now. Make sure you get hooked up with some Celsius. What about me?
3: I live across the interstate. and
5: I haven't seen a sip of Celsius. I don't want to hang out with you any more than I already had to do at the press box, and I'm not going to bring any. you didn't even bring any to the press box. Yeah, exactly. Maybe I'll do it next time we're in the press box together. But anyways, will yeah, see you in November. Yeah, exactly. Next time we'll do that, Dustin. Let's show some love to our friends over there, Celsius. Best energy drinks actually really good i had one before going to the gym on tuesday morning oh my god best lift i had nate i mean my legs my legs are looking good i can't lie my legs are getting bigger i'm getting close fullback played in high school high school tight end fullback yeah, and, then wears, football? You know, and then I turn, <laughs> black football pom-pom <laughs> yeah no but Pop guys Warner? we have we do, we, yeah, Pop Warner. We do have a code. If you guys want to get some twenty percent off Celsius, if you guys actually do use that code, text us, Texas, us or tweet us, or whatever. Let me know, and I'll send you a pack of free Celsiuses. That's what I gotta do. Use that code down there, twenty FSU Fuji. Uh, we there's actually a link in the YouTube description down below. It will take you to an Amazon link, but that will be able to actually set you up. And it'll cut off twenty percent of your order there and tool supplies last with seven essential uh, vitamins in there, zero sugar uh, made with premium ingredients. Uh, It helps you have some better energy throughout the day and it doesn't make you crash. I can guarantee you that does not make you crash. We've had a lot of people since announcing the sponsorship, be able to back that up and they love Celsius too. I I preferably like the sparkling ones, but they also have some flat ones for you flat people out there. So um, but right now, twenty percent off. Use Whoa. that code. Whoa!
4: You flat people out there, we we're taking shots?
5: <laughs> VZ?
4: Yeah.
5: I know. I'm how, not how did
4: I know you're going to
0: call me flat?
5: Like... Uh, well, I mean, I'm looking the, everywhere. The, the, am I going to call flat? You're the one that's five foot seven. You're the flattest. <laughs> flat. Five seven? What are you talking about? That was a that was a terrible picture. That was an awful picture. Whoever took it. And I was also. I didn't know where I. That was just a tough. <laughs> night. You know, that was a tough night. So I wasn't. You know, that was hey,
0: I thought, it was a, I
3: thought it was a great night. Oh, no, I'm sure you like loved it all. Yeah, like you had to take it me home.
5: Yeah, you had to take me home. Exactly. All <laughs> right, let's get to it, gentlemen. Score predictions. Florida State's taking on Clemson at 3:30. You've already heard enough of it. We're here, gentlemen. We've made it. We, I don't think any of us would have predicted this. You know, us to kind of have this feeling before going into Clemson week, but right now, I think there's some optimism. Who wants to go first? Nate's got his notes here. He's got his sermon. I'm going last. Whoa. Nate's going last. That actually gives me time to go ahead and do the tweet here to get some more viewers on here because we always need more viewers, mainly for Justin, our sponsors.
0: Justin, I'll let you go first. I feel like you never go first.
5: Dang, yeah. going tough. It's
3: tough, man. Wow. You know, I remember when we were talking about this game in August or maybe even over the offseason, I don't think any of us were really given – Florida State much of a chance. I think we all expect a lot more out of Clemson than what they've shown this season. And I know they've been hit by injuries, but at the same time, they just haven't performed on the football field. And like I said it earlier, in my opinion, these are two teams that are really going in opposite directions. I think Florida State, they found their confidence. They've won a big game on the road. And now it's time to see if they can do it again. You know, I really do believe the offense It's not going to be as successful as it was against North Carolina, but they're going to be able to do enough on the ground to make a couple plays through the air. And I'm going to go Florida State, 24, Clemson, 21, upset in Death Valley. You're snapping a 31-game winning streak in Death Valley, and Florida State is going to be 4-4 and after this game.
5: Whoa. Whoa. Damn. Shit, dropping it down. You feel confident about that? 100%. 100%. Isn't it crazy? Well, like if you would have said that two, two ago, weeks ago, three weeks ago, four <laughs> weeks ago,
3: people would have been like, Are you stupid? Like, you need to be committed. What?
5: Well, we would ask, Are you on drugs? But we know the answer. Anyways, let's move on to the next one. The next.
3: Logan, go ahead.
5: Dang. VZ and Nate want to end her off. I like that. Hey, well, I'm all about it. <clears throat> um, like I said, I think I talked to you guys. I don't know if it was on the Mark Rogers show last week or this week, I don't know. I talked to somebody about it. I don't know. Maybe talk to myself about it, but um, talked about, you know, I want to see how practices were this week. I, I wanted to know, you know, you can have that energy and all that kind of hula crap and stuff, such and hyping each other up, but our guys going to be dialed in and really trying to get the scheme down. Cause that's gonna be the biggest thing playing smart this, uh, this weekend. We talked about it all, all tonight, playing smart, understanding your assignment. Cause that's going to be a hostile environment. It's going to be extremely loud. You're going to be going off of signals. You're not gonna be able to chirp to somebody, near you i mean it's just all gonna be have to come off of signals and i thought overall this these these were the best two practices i know norvell talked about you know last week's on tuesdays being a really good practice and the best that he's ever had at fsu but i feel like if he could say it i don't think he wants to be really vocal about it he would say that these were the best two practices that florida state's had just from my just being there the last two days um and like i said i like the chippiness i like the energy i like the guys being competitive And the penalties is a big thing, that being dropped down to now three from last week in the game that you could have just fooled around if you wanted to, but that wasn't the case. Guys holding each other accountable, things are starting to click in the right direction. Right now, Clemson's defense just can't be. Clemson's defense with that defensive line that's kind of weak right now and tons of starters that are not going to be playing and Clemson's leading rush are not being there. It's really just going to come down to Florida State scoring and what Norvell and Dillingham put together. And they put together a really good game plan against North Carolina, the prettiest they've had since at FSU. I felt it. I, I, I felt optimistic. My my gut is telling me some good things here, some optimistic things. I think Florida State does go up to Death Valley and end that streak. I got Florida State winning this one 24-20. And Norvell gets to say goodbye to uh, Debo Sweeney. And, uh, yeah, but I do, think, I do think Florida State upsets Clemson this upcoming weekend. Great, phenomenal week of practice. That's what I'm going off of.
4: Hey, Austin, I'll go, because I know you got something. Um, no, no, no so, that's, fine. that's fine.
0: You wanted to go last. That's fine. No,
4: I'll, oh. I'll go.
5: Oh, I'll yeah, go. we got to wait. Till, oh, yeah, yeah. We gotta yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
4: so you know, J- you know, Jim Fisher said a lot, you know, each year is a different team. Uh, and this year's version of, of Clemson isn't anything what, what it's been in the last few years. So, Let's get that off the table now. This is a different Clemson team. You know, as we've talked about, you know, struggle bust at quarterback, no running game to wide receivers, as you know, highly rated as they have been, and blue chips all across the board at wide receiver. They just aren't getting it done. Um, you know, yes, Clemson has a tough defense, and they're also simply beat up, man. You know, it's a beat up team. I think it's. You know, the, facing a Florida State team that started the season 0-4, but you know they made major strides. You know, confidence is a is a big thing. Um, you know, it, it breeds a belief that you can get things done. You know, even even if you you know may not be the most talented. That's how, that's why upsets happen. But you know, I think that this is a Florida State team that is, is going to be able to to make the plays when they have to. But I think it's going to be a really ugly game. I I I don't think that you know this is going to be. I think this is going to be a game where it's going to be low scoring. It's going to be uh, it's going to be a dogfight. fight. It's going to be really physical. I just don't think that Clemson has enough on offense to score. Um, I I think Florida State can still generate fourteen points to to win the game. I don't think you have to get to twenty. So I'm going Florida State. 16, Clemson, 9.
5: Whoa, 9. No touchdown for Clemson? Nope. Mm, Damn. So who's going to score the only touchdown for FSU?
4: Travis. Oh, showing
5: some love to Jordan Travis. Where's Devin at when you need him to hear this? Is that throwing or running? (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Damn, I thought we could get. To, I we could get to a throwing one of these. <laughs> <Dang>. Damn, <laughs> that was close. I, I, hey, I'll I, take. I, I'll take Jordan Travis to get in the one. I lane. need. I need that clip of him saying, "Come on." <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> easy. You're one and last right now. All guys so, are predicting Florida State to win this.
0: So, Clemson. We, I I think their defense is still good enough. Like Nate said, to where I, I don't think the team's gonna have 20 points. I I don't think there's any way unless there's a pick six a kick return touchdown i just don't think there's a way but i also think dj ukulele is really really bad whoa you gotta play a song for us
5: can you play it
0: florida state 16 ukulele gonna break the thing
1: <laughs> that's not what i
5: what is that is that your mic did you break your mic?
3: <laughs> no mic's fine
5: wait a second
4: death wait to the second. ukulele
5: death hold on we got to see the ukulele
4: <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what just happened <laughs> oh my god <laughs> He's You he can literally smash this weekend.
0: Oh,
5: my God. Four sacks. Four sacks. Oh.
4: BDE, baby. BDE.
5: Oh, my gosh. I like gosh. It. Wow. Holy cow, man. Jesus. I, I wasn't at all expecting that. I thought maybe like a sign, a picture of Dabo. Like, I thought you were
3: Austin- going to play it one time, maybe. <laughs> like
4: Austin, oh Austin Corso. Austin Corso. Yeah. Have now you, we I know. Gotta, the- <laughs> have
3: you had that? <laughs> And planned on breaking it or did you did you get that just for the show?
5: I, I got it just for this. It was ten dollars. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's like he had it since he was a little kid. No. Grandma gave it to him. <laughs> Holy cow, can you give us the score picture? I just got completely oh, yeah I forgot about it. For,
0: Florida State sixteen, ukulele thirteen
5: okay well, damn ukulele <laughs> oh my god jacob just got on here oh this is hilarious jacob <laughs> who covers basketball with austin just mm-hmm. said i hop on after i get home from the gym and this is what i see from austin <laughs> oh my goodness gracious that's a perfect way to end off. <laughs> now we know we might have a little tradition going on here austin's got to do these for the big time games FSU fsu's gonna pull off the win <laughs>
0: Uh, there, there's gonna be pieces of ukulele found for the next month in my bedroom. <laughs> you smashed
5: that thing. You had some anger. Damn, it was a good
0: smash. Like, I you thought I, I, about yeah. Dabo Sweeney.
5: I'm like, God damn.
0: I've had a lot of stress this week.
5: <laughs> oh man. I was not kidding about that root canal. And week. look at this. Like Carol said, Austin, you're finally finally with us, man. So I feel I,
0: it's it's more of I feel Clemson's just absolutely awful. That's really <laughs> his.
5: Yeah. Well everybody listening ladies and gentlemen definitely appreciate everyone for hopping on here i think this was definitely i love this podcast too i didn't feel like two hours but jack was packed i mean jack was patrick also a great interview with him enjoyed having him on giving us some insight on what he's doing and gave us some great talk about florida state the current team there and the running back room and also gave florida state winning this game too pretty big too what 28 17 if i remember correctly so uh Yeah. Great podcast. As always, you can listen to this show on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube. If you want to see Austin break more things in his closet, um, then- All right. This is not funny
0: because someone literally texted me at the beginning of the podcast saying, why are you in your closet? (laughs) 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 That's I mean, I'm not the
5: the only one. It looks tight in
0: there, man. It's not my
5: closet okay well that's all right just you're gonna have to just you just just say you're in the closet all right just say you're in (laughs) there but yeah definitely appreciate everybody listening um man oh man i don't know what else to say we'll have live coverage put
3: put that comment up that just came through (laughs) put that comment up
5: Briley just commented on YouTube saying the ukulele is a majestic and beautiful instrument. You disrespectful, irrelevant, shameful human being. If we lose the curse of the ukulele will be upon us. We've never heard from Briley ever before on YouTube, but Austin, you better watch out, buddy. I hope that didn't screw it all up. But everybody, thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the game this weekend. We'll have live coverage for everything Mashable this upcoming weekend. So thanks everybody for following. We'll see you after the game on Saturday for our instant reaction. Everybody, have a great weekend. Peace. Go Steelers.
4: old.
2: Told me, uh, not to word. Mama, five, same Mama told me, uh, not to sell words Mama 17, buy same color t-shirt Mama told me, uh, not to sell words